Hey, hey, hey. What can I say? It's time for it. It's time for a show. It's time for geeks. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to episode 217, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Flag on the play. <laughs> yeah. First of all, you threw me off because you counted up instead of down. <laughs> yeah. Okay? You didn't really throw me off. I mean, I, know I just can't wait till I can count the four by myself. But I thought it was funny. I was like, first thing I thought, I thought it was like, did he forget that he counts down? You know, because he counted up. Second... She made a noise. It yeah. wasn't a farting noise. It was a noise that she made her like react. It sounded like she, you, by you I mean Stacy because she's sitting over Ed's shoulder. Yeah. She was on her phone and I thought she made a noise. Uh-huh. Like, a, like a reaction noise. Uh-huh. You interpret that noise as a fart. Because it sounded like it was coming from your area. It wasn't coming from my area at all. And uh-huh. I'm like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> and me. I'm like, I was just shocked. I'm like, you actually playing the fart on her? No, like- because it wasn't a fart at all. It was more like a, it's, she's like, all right, it sounded like a, like a, huh? Like, that wasn't that. It was like, it wasn't me, and it wasn't you. Maybe you have a fisher leak you don't know about. <laughs> Got to check your crack later. I'm just saying, like, so when I pointed to her, you were like, oh, I can't believe you just threw her under the bus. I'm like, no, I have to explain that because I wasn't throwing her bus because she doesn't fart. She doesn't. Nope. No? Okay. No, she doesn't. I mean, if she does, I've never heard it. I've never seen it. I've never witnessed it. As far as I know, she has no bodily functions whatsoever. She is a mystery and wrapped in an enigma when it comes to any kind of things like that. She must wait till I'm asleep. She must because it's it's, it's like I. She waits for both of you to leave the house. Finally, she runs to the toilet. It's like I've been holding that crap for twelve hours. Christ, that feels good. I lost ten pounds. <laughs> I'm so glad when he goes to work. <laughs> so that's why I was like, oh, well, hold on, hold on. No, I wasn't blaming her for the fart. I thought she actually legitimately made like a reactionary noise to a video. Yeah. Like, could have been like a funny video and you're going, huh, you know, and it's me like, huh, you know, like. <laughs> but you know me, I'm not, if I fart. Yeah, you fart, you, you'll tell me. I, I yeah. stand up proud and go, I farted. <laughs> and then it'd be just like, or I usually yell, fire in the hole. After the fire in the hole happens. <laughs> like that always happens before. Because I don't at. do that in front of you. I just pass the gas and play it off. Like, what happened to you? go, oh. and then I go, I'm sorry. I'm gassy. But when I was over here a couple times by myself, but hey, that would be fire in the hole. <laughs> Because you know, talking about it's got me all gassy. <laughs> Just let you know. There you go. See? Fire in the hole. There. You happy? A little exit there. <laughs> if the sound didn't pick up the mic, he farted. <laughs> and then he goes, there you go. And then a little <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> It's it's like the little explanation point at the end. Like I prefer these statements. Like their periods. Where it's like there's like it's like the last drop of like wait, wait there's one more. 
It's like there, there's a bunch of bubbles, and the last one's going, shit, I'm running late. <laughs> <laughs> and after, like, everyone else is on the bus out, yeah. and then the one's chasing after the bus going, way. <laughs> that's, that's how I visualize my farts, as little bubble people. And uh, therefore, as it's going bloop, up and out, it's like they're all, there's a big bus waiting there, right? <laughs> and they all go, morning, Steve. Morning, Joe. Morning, Bob. Getting ready to go. And all of a sudden, the cab goes, okay, here we go. And then we're leaving the station. And you're, as it goes out. And then there's, you know, like Peter going, wait for me. Where does the bus go? Out. <laughs> out. I don't know where it goes. I don't live that life, Ed. Where they, maybe they go to work. Maybe they're going somewhere else. Maybe they're going on a trip. Maybe it's like those old people on the bus that go to the casino. <laughs> Like I don't know what they they do on the bus. I just know they just get on the bus. Where would they go to release down to the wild? They get to do whatever they want. Do you know what kind of bus it is? <laughs> a greyhound? <laughs> For like a brown hound. <laughs> oh. It, their slogan we keep our shit in time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> or gassed up and ready to go. <laughs> Brown hound. <laughs> one stop shop to get the, the light at the end of this tunnel is freedom. Could you imagine if this is someone's first podcast that ever was? <laughs> First episode, we talk about poop. This one, we talk about farting. <laughs> and I'm like, I thought they'd talk about geeky stuff. Oh, okay, here, I'll throw a geeky spin on it. Do you think when Spider-Man farts in his unitards, it goes, <laughs> opens up a little bit? Like like a little balloon? Yeah, because you know what? It is tight spandex. So <laughs> sure. You wonder, like, where does, the, where does it go? I mean, like Batman. Like, is, 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 does he have, a, like, a, a, a odor uh, eliminator on his utility belt? Because, I mean, I would hate to be perched in a dark alley waiting for bad guys, and all of a sudden, you know? <laughs> I imagine Batman probably came up with a part of his suit that has, like, a gas, like, it doesn't make a sound, it doesn't smell, it's like a, like, his ass has a special filter on it. So that way it's, I just got that charcoal filter. <laughs> or maybe it's Wayne Enterprises that created the I'm now, now picturing now Spider-Man, though, swinging. And as the and the after swing, you see just a street brown street mark. <laughs> I was thinking more so. He's, he, it's more like the moth. He's all, like, jumping around. And all of a sudden, when he farts, he just jumps straight. <laughs> <laughs> That's no ion trail at the back of Iron Man's suit as he flies off. <laughs> Why is it proud? It doesn't have to be brown. It's just, it doesn't always have to be brown, Ed. There's different shades of poo. <laughs> Why is he green? He's sick. It's the Hulk. It's the Hulk. Hulk smash that burrito in his gullet. <laughs> Hulk smash third toilet this week. <laughs> oh, even when my poo gets angry, it turns green. <laughs> Angry poo. Why are you always so? Why is so angry? Constipation. <laughs> That's why he's always angry. That's why he's so green. He's so surly. 
<laughs> sickness. <laughs> and here's another thing. Okay, now that we're on the subject, we're talking nerds, and during geek stuff and superheroes, think Master Fantastic can spread his butthole so he doesn't learn about hemorrhoids? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. It's like, I guess not. Like, I mean, you figure if he's got the control of every muscle in his body to be able to stretch and elongate and spread out. I mean, I would think that when the kind of time comes, he just sits on a toilet, goes, opens it up, and it just all just drops out in like one, you know, several pieces. And, you know, he wipes and goes on about his way. Or pushes the it out a little bit more, it makes his butt real big so it's easier to wipe. So you can always reach back. Well, he doesn't have to put it out. He just reaches his arm back down there. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, he doesn't just stretch his own butt. Well, yeah, but I mean, no, it, it, like, it's like if, if he could open it up to like like almost like a book. Like he could just flatten it out and just stretch and wipe with just one clean swoop. Well, yeah, but would he actually have to wipe? Because if he, if he can spread his butthole big enough and it just falls out, there's no fuss, no muss. Oh, there's always there's, there's always, always a mess. There's always there's a mess. There's a little Klingon. You know? if, if, I mean, if you have a burrito, I mean, that goes everywhere. That's not a that's straight true. poo. That's just that's true. That's just a big old mess. Diarrhea. Yeah. Diarrhea. <laughs> when you're sliding in the first and you feel something first. Diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just remember seeing a video with two girls, and the one girl sings the video, and the other girl goes, "She's like, you never heard that." And she, he goes, and she goes, "No." And she goes, well, "You never heard that in school." She goes, "I was homeschooled." <laughs> <laughs> so the other girl's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." That's, that's the higher education, you know. Learn that song. That's but, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, there you have, it, folks. Man, that's you know. Not only do you get the recall, this is your first episode. Congratulations! You hit the gold mine because <laughs> it's pretty much a, a lay of the land. What you expect on all the other two hundred and sixteen shows, <laughs> and then some. We talk about how Gandalf's a shitty wizard. We talk about Star Wars. We talk about Lord of the Rings. Well, in this episode, we actually talk Star Wars. We do. That's right. Yeah, we do because. Well, uh, you give another game review. I, yeah, I give a full game of a full game review review. The best way I can describe it is uh, of Ubisoft's Steep. Yeah. Um, where it's a game where it says, "Hey, there's a mountain. Go ski it." <laughs> you know, but let's not get the review it get. No, no, that's it. <laughs> okay. Just, that's the, that's the review steep. It's just a tagline. Yeah. Um, but the meat of the episode is, I would say, part two of Stacy's grand journey to a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. You know, she fills us in on her opinion of episodes one, two, and three, and seven. Yes. More so seven than the first three, but, you know, because she knew we were, you know, she wanted to make sure that we were focusing on th- things that matter the most. Things that matter the most. Episode seven. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, there you have it, folks. Yeah. I mean, that's what to expect in the if the funnies. Mm-hmm. So uh, sit back and relax, and we'll kind of see you at the end. And yeah. Maybe Ed's got an article or two. Oh yeah. He wants to bring. Oh, sounds like he does, folks. Oh yeah. I can't wait. Ooh. So we'll see you at the end. And we're back. You're listening to Geeks just live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio. And tune in. Just your track when it re in those apps. So, uh, welcome back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. When we last left our favorite podcast duo, part-time geekette over there, (laughs) (laughs) I was about to tell you about Steep. 
the video game Steep by Ubisoft. All right. Available now. Um, basically, the game is uh, snowboarding, para, uh, paragliding, parasailing, um, squirrel suit, and skiing. Snowboarding. Okay. It's a, any, any extreme sport for snow, it's in there. Okay. Okay. Um, no storyline whatsoever. I mean, the storyline is you gain your rep, you get access to more, more right. events, right? So basically the game is, hey, there's a mountain, go ski down it. You know, okay. um, it's fun, but I think she's right. She does think I'm going to get bored with it real quick. Because mm-hmm. it really is, hey, here's a mountain, let's go skiing. There's no, like, with SSX Tricky and the SSX game line, mm-hmm. there's characters. Right. And they do, you know, you get them power up enough, they get to do wild tricks and stuff like that. Okay. Um it's not like that at all. I mean, there's, it's basically strictly snowboarding, skiing. There's some really hard paths. Like there's like little events. Like the, I hit this one. It's a hard event. Guy apparently thinks he's getting attacked by snowmen. Whatever. So, <laughs> so okay. you hear like when you pass your you pass your icon over the mountain over to the area. You hear, help, help me out! Somebody help me! There's these snowmen there after me. You know, and and the idea is now you're supposed to save this guy, quote unquote, by going down the mountain and and breaking, hitting uh, ten snowmen. Okay. You know, but of course it's not like a straight line. So right. You get a, back and forth, right? Back and forth. Yeah. So it's it's quite difficult because I haven't gotten down the precision yet of it. It's like I heard a snowman and I missed it. Like, you know? <laughs> so close. So um. But I mean, she does have. Um, she she brought up a good point. She's like, well, outside of that, there's not much to it. There's no story to it, okay. other than, hey, here's you conquer the mountain. The mountain, you become one with nature, and and those kind of things. And like, hey, here's another event where you have to jump through this rock hole and then hit, jump over this rock pile and do a flip. And, you know, some now some I had fun too. Like, um, there's like a freestyle one where you do the on the snowboard or the skis. I haven't tried the skis yet. But, hey, like, they show you, like, this is how you jump. You know, like, you press the R2, and then when you get ready to jump, let go of the R2. Um, but if you want to, like, grab your board, hit it again, like, tap it. So it's, it's like my finger because I'm flicking it. Like, like I'm actually holding my joystick. <laughs> I'm flicking it like I'm holding my joystick. <laughs> it's <laughs> like Thursday night all over again. That's awesome. <laughs> Crap. Okay. I mean, it's... It's fun, but it's not time-consuming fun. Okay. Like, I kind of... I keep going back to Watch Dogs 2. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was telling her, like, Mafia 3, as as much as I liked it, getting kind of repetitive. Okay. It really is. The story, I can see why a lot of people traded it, like, in a week and a half, because if you just follow the storyline, you can be done the story instantly. Because it really is, hey, you have you need to take over this town. You need to take this town. You need to destroy these rackets and take them for yourself. And then that brings out the boss. And then you do the you get the boss. Mm-hmm. And then you gain control of that thing. Then you know when you get enough of that area, it's like, okay. Well, now the lieutenant's out. But how do you get bring the lieutenant out? You got to take down his rackets. And to get to him, and to get to the capos, you got to take down his rackets. It's like I've been taking down these rackets. Yeah, sure, I'm gaining them for myself, but it's still the same. Thing right over and over and over again. Just a different name. That you're yeah, going just, after. you're just going after a different name. So it's getting a little monotonous. So I'm kind of like, putting it off to the side. Right. And I'm putting it off to the side so much I'm actually like trading it in. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have Rise of the Tomb Raider, which I haven't gone back to. It's Tomb Raider. I enjoy that game. 
It's fine. I might keep it a little longer, but I did look at the trade value. Trade value is kind of hot right now, so I'm like, mm, I might be able to pick that up because if I trade this and this, that'll save me money off of this game, off of Final Fantasy 15. You know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know? And maybe I can, uh, you know, get that instead. <laughs> sounds like sounds like somebody wanted to chime in there. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Nope. No, go ahead. No, I'm not gonna do it. No, come on. Go you ahead. You asked me. Yeah. Okay. So the other day he tells me he's like, I think I'm gonna train in train in Mafia and Rise of the Tomb Raider. <laughs> a few weeks prior, we had a conversation about why on <laughs> I, for the life of me I cannot figure out. Why he keeps buying these new games when he hasn't finished the games he has now, right? I'm glad you asked that question. So I love, I've always asked that question, but please go and continue. <laughs> so he tells me, well, it's about having variety. He's like, uh-huh. I'm like, all right, I can get that. I yeah. get that. Okay. And he's like, you know, I, sometimes I don't want to do this one thing. I want to go do something else. And I'm like, all right, whatever. You want variety, just keep buying games. It's fine. It's your money. You worked for it. It's not putting us in the hole, so it doesn't matter to me, right? Right. Then he tells me, like, yesterday, I think I'm going to trade in Mafia and Rise of the Tomb Raider. And I was like, <laughs> Again, I didn't want to say nothing because this is a touchy subject for he and I. So I've learned I, y'all going to be so proud of me, I have learned to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> right? Which never, ever happens. Uh-huh. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to let this one go. He's like, no, tell me. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. It's fine. I don't want to start an argument. I'm going to let it go. So then he's like, no, tell me, tell me, tell me. Every time he does that, the end of our conversation is because we get into an argument, right? Okay. Every time. Wait, Wait. it's not your turn yet. Okay. <laughs> she okay. did not relinquish the floor to you. All right. <laughs> Continue, Stacy. I love you. <laughs> so... He asked me yesterday, he's like, well, what? And I'm like, well, I thought you wanted variety. <laughs> now you're going to go trade him in? And he's like, well, I'm getting kind of bored with him. I'm like, but what about the variety that we just talked about a few weeks ago? Not your turn yet. <laughs> so he tells me, he's like, well, I'm getting bored with them. It's the same thing. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. You want to go trade the games and trade them in? What are you going to trade them in for? Final Fantasy 15. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I thought you didn't want that game. You canceled your pre-order for it. You said that you didn't really think you were going to like it. You didn't like the other 14 fucking games. Why? Like, why? Give it a week. You're going to be trading that one into it. doesn't make any sense to me. At least buy it pre-owned so that you can take it back for the full price. Give yourself a week. No, you're going to pay like the full price for it and then trade it in and get like 30 bucks. I mean, give or take, you know, because I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't work there, so I don't know what the exact dollar amount is. But it's never what you paid for. It's like a pawn shop. Like uh, they do pawn shop for long. But, <laughs> yeah, okay. So he's like, well, you know, I, I really still kind of want to play it. And like the more he hears, like we go into his job, his old job the other night, and they're talking about it. And he's like, yeah, I haven't played it yet. And I knew that's what sparked it. Like as soon as we get home and he tells me about that, I'm like. Those people at your old job, they sparked that back for you because he was done with it. Yeah. He was going to be done with it. You know, he just wanted to see the movie. Everything was going to be fine. Then he goes into his old his old place and they're talking about Final Fantasy and he finds out that the pre-order that he had, someone else got. One of his old co-workers. And I knew that that just rubbed him the wrong way. I could see it in his face, right? Not your turn yet. I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting. She'll let you know when it's your turn. That's right. So... Then we get home, like, within hours, he's telling me about this. And I'm like, okay, but you're going to hate it. You, you hated all the other ones. You, He already knows that he's not going to like it. He's watched some stuff about it. There's some stuff that he likes. To, in my opinion, I could be completely wrong, but 
not being in his head and and I'm not him, I can only form the opinion that I, that I have, right? right? In my opinion, he wants to play it cuz all his friends are playing it. And he wants to know <laughs> <laughs> he wants to know what the hype is about. Even though there's clearly not that much of not you turn Ed. <laughs> I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Even though there's I don't think that there's that much of a hype about it. I mean, I have I have friends that game also, yeah. and you know I'll scroll through my timeline sometimes. And I'm like, "Ooh, babe, what's that game?" And that's how I know that other people that I know are playing this game. Mm-hmm. I've seen one for Final Fantasy, and it was just because it was the car. Like it wasn't like nothing cool they were doing. It was because the car looked cool. I I just think it's along the lines of you, you ever see that commercial? I know what it's for. I always forget what it's for, but it's the three raccoons, and the one goes. That tastes it's like Geico. shit. It's Geico. It's Geico. Yeah, that tastes like shit. Tastes like it's, it's like crap. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like here, try it. He's like, I don't want it. And he goes, You, you want your friends to try the, the same shit? That's I think that's that's his mentality. It's like yeah. he's like, well, somebody wants me to taste this shit, but I I gotta do it out of obligation. <laughs> your turn. Okay, my turn. Okay. Yes. Um, the variety is still a factor. Yes. Okay. The problem is, is that I want a variety of games that I enjoy playing. Okay. Okay. I'm still with you. All right. So it's not like if once I get bored with a game, like it becomes just a dust collector. Mm-hmm. You know, if the game was more exciting or like, like I haven't, I always need to go back to Watch Dogs 2. Right. I really enjoy that game. I'll probably finish that game before I do anything else with it. Right. You know, because I want to, because I'm actually, I like the characters in the game. I like the open world of it. It's really a nice, it's a really a great game. Mm-hmm. Rise of the Tomb Raider, it's the same as Tomb Raider. It's all, the Tomb Raider is always the same. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, go over here, and the only difference is is that the storyline changes. Right. All right, you know what? I can follow that storyline. I'm, I'm okay with, you know, and I said that's why I'm like, I might, you know, trade it in. Because right. I still, there's still something there. Um, also, it is partly because I am a sucker of, of of that hype of a game when it comes by. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of it is slightly brainwashing on on the part of my job. Yeah, because it is like I could be when you work like a seven hour shift at a, a retail store. There's you know there's a TV in the background, and all they're doing is just playing ads and ads and music and and things, and you're just like, ah, see, that looks kind of cool. I kind of want to dabble in a little bit you like to see see if it looks as good on you know at home as it does on tv kind of thing you know <laughs> i mean and again the variety of it is like well yes i do like a variety but i do like a variety of as long as i'm being entertained All right the moment i'm not being entertained anymore it's not it's it becomes it's not really a variety thing for me it's like okay well i got this game it's fun it was fun for a while but a better game came along and I, I'm, I'm really into that one mm-hmm. you know that's kind of where like I sit in my mentality as a gamer. It's I if as a gamer mentality, and I'm gonna say a legitimate gamer, I would say I'm pretty up there. Yeah. Um, it's a matter of of the stimulus that mm-hmm. applies to when playing the game. Okay. Like I, I do miss, you know, like it, with with when things become like I said too repetitive. It's like I just feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over again. I. I do that now in my real life. Like, you know, <laughs> so it becomes like this, like, Oh, I got to, uh, I really should play this game just to get it done. You know, right. I, I, you know, it doesn't like for the mafia three, like while as good as it is, I enjoyed it. It does get, I can, I, I can see the um, appeal of people 
blowing through the storyline and then bring a train on your name. Right. There isn't that much of a, I'm not really into like, well, who should I give this this racket to of my three people that I have, four people that I have on my under crew? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, well, okay, well, look, the one guy's Italian. I gave him, uh, what do you call it, imports and the union. Hey, look at me. I'm in front of stereotypes, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I gave the Italian guy, the Irish guy who, who likes cars, the the hot car business and, and you know but i mean stacy brought up a, a great point where the fact is, is like why don't you just buy a pre-known because if you don't like it at least within a week you could trade it in get the full value back and you're not losing any money because i think it's i think it becomes a point where like granted you're not you're not like poor in the fact that like if you're you you, you can you can have this right. disposable income that you can keep doing this and you're making it where I've, i'm trading this skin so i'm getting a credit into it but like it's like a game that you're like, well, I don't know because I've heard a lot of bad things about this game. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of things from people, coworkers and stuff. But like you are you, like you have your own style of playing games and the right. way you enjoy your games and what kind of games you play, and you have a vast uh, um, palette of of video game styles that you like. Right. So for you, it's like you can pick up almost any game and still have some enjoyment out of it. Right. But then it's after a while, it's just like you're just kind of spending more money and then trading it in and then losing the value of that game because you've, you've played it like a week and a half and it's a brand new game or, or a month or whatever and it sat on the shelf and collected dust and now you're trading it in and you could have done like a week's worth of trial. and then, you know. I, I actually can answer that. Okay. A week's not long enough for me. Okay. Well, it, it, not only all of that, right? But it's not like he's telling me, because remember, we live together, so we talk about everything. It's not like he's telling me, Stacey, I really miss, miss Witcher. So I'm going to take, I loved that game. I put in a ton of hours in it. It always kept me entertained. I'm going to take Mafia, and I'm going to take Rise of Tomb Raiders, and I'm going to trade it in. I'm going to go get a game back that I know that I love. That would be one thing. Or, or Skyrim, or any of the games that... You know, a few months ago, he went and traded that mass amount of games in. You know what I mean? To, if, to get something else. Right. right. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, well, if he were to do that, all right, I get that. You mm-hmm. you traded a game in that you totally fucking loved. I respect that, by the way. I'm not I mad remember. at it. You want it back. But it's like, I'm going to trade these games in that I don't really like to go get a game that I'm not going to really like. <laughs> okay. Uh, my answer for that is, you're right. You're not inside my head. That's right. So... There are moments where I'm like, geez, I really wish I had Witcher 3. I really wanted to do Fallout 4. Like, I, there are there moments where I'm like, fuck, I was so, like, I had the two expansion packs, but I bought the season pass for Witcher 3. Yeah. So it's like, and I can't get the complete edition because this, the, if you get the complete edition, mm-hmm. you got to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. So I can only get a pre-owned copy of Witcher 3 and, and then do that, which I probably will, but Witcher 3 is cheap now. Yeah. So it's like, uh, all right, I can get I can get that whenever I can get that whenever right. I whenever I want to. It's not a it's not high on the priority list, but there are times where I'm looking at like walking by, going, you know, I kind of really miss that game. Like it's like an old friend, like you right. know. And I'm like, well, you know what? It's it's always going to be my friend. And when I when I go back, I'll be a little confused and disoriented, kind of going, what was I doing again? And then I'm right back, back in the fix. Right. You know, give me like a couple hours, and I'm I'm back in the swing of things. You know. But there's also, we've talked about on the show, I have a problem looking back yes, on things. Like, everyone, I mean, the Super Nintendo, the Super NES classic thing that everyone's clamoring for, I could give a shit about. 
Mm. You know, like I'm getting it because, she, you know, it's a lot of two player games. Mm. You know, so like for, for me and her to actually do stuff together gaming wise, there is a benefit for me. But ultimately, I'm like, this is a game I played when I was a kid. It's 8 bit graphics. <sighs> What's the next big thing? Right. So to go back to Witcher 3 is that it's like taking two steps forward, one step back sometimes. Mm. Where. A game like Final Fantasy 15, it's the new hot game. Um, they've spent de- like a decade trying to make this game, and it looks great. The videos that I've seen look great. The gameplay it seems to be the people who aren't even Final Fantasy uh, fans are enjoying the game too. Mm-hmm. So, for whatever reason, this seems it's a hot item right now. You know, so there is that kind of like, well, I don't want to play with all the cool kids are playing. I mean, it, it's true, and I think a lot of a lot of gamers feel that way because I. It's it's jump on because it's it's seems really cool. You get sucked into the hype. Yeah. And then when you're playing it, you're like, oh my god, this is awesome. And then after a while, like I I agree. Like if you're not sure about a game, buy it pre-owned. Mm. I I support that decision 100. Not just because of the the job that I have, but because me, the the mentality of it is, look, you don't know what the game is. I tell everybody, like, look, you don't know if you're gonna like it or not. Get it pre-owned because you got a week to decide it. Some people, a week, they know within, like, the first hour. The game's not for me. Bing, bang, boom. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a game a game like Final Fantasy, you you don't have a week. Like, I mean, I don't feel like, for me, for the time that I have and the time that I have to spare is vastly different. Yeah. So the time that I have to devote to the gaming part of me is is not going to be like, okay, it's been a week, make a decision. Mm-hmm. Because... I, there was a guy, the game came out on the 29th. My co-workers put 45 hours in, and he still loves it. 45 fucking hours in a week's time. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have 45 hours in a month's time to play. Sometimes I don't think, it doesn't feel that way because of my job. Okay. You know, my job, everything else that I do. So it's not like I don't know if in 45 hours I could be bored with it, mm-hmm. but I won't have that 45 hours in a week to try it out. Okay. You know, that's, I mean, it's, it's your, as a gamer, I mean, I'm, gonna be it's me i'm very contradictory like i'm always like hey look i am no one's role model <laughs> don't base anything i ever do i have to on... agree with the contradictory <laughs> yeah i'm very contradictory yes yeah, and she's not she's too, shaking her head yes but i'm also because i'm mature enough to know yeah you know what i never said do what i say or do what i do right you know like because you don't even do what yeah, you say or do what I, you do. I i mean like right now i'd be like yeah you know what tomorrow i'm gonna buy witcher 3 so ha huh. And then I'll be like, wake up tomorrow and go, yeah, you know what? No, I don't. Like, you know, like, I'm a, I mean, but I'm also human. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people are that way where they're like, um, I'm not afraid to call myself a hypocrite. Yeah. Because it's just like, you know what? Yeah, I am. I can be very hypocritical of myself. So I give the right to be hypocritical of other people. Like, you know, uh, <laughs> because I am harder, hard on myself. It's, it's like, you know, I never said I was consistent. Right. You know, like, yeah. it was, I, I kind of go where the wind takes me. That's why I'm, I'm kind of a laid back kind of a person most of the time, uh-huh. you know, because I just kind of go where the wind takes me. The wind takes me over to Final Fantasy 15. I'll get one. But tomorrow that wind could change. You'll be like, Ooh, you know, like the last guardian. It's like, I really have no desire to play last guardian, but if I get my hands on a copy, yeah, I might be interested in it, <laughs> you know, because I mean, again, again, a game like that, it's been, um, both games were PS2 games. The first, the first two were PS2 yeah. games. Then they remastered it for the PS3 because they were waiting for this game to come out. 
And then by the time the game was ready to come out, they had a whole new system. So they had to go back and redo the whole game over yeah. again. So it was like, well, this game better be... Like, apparently the guy, who whoever buy, buys a copy of The Last Guardians got this letter from the guy who actually created it saying, thank you for your patience. Now, I, it's like... <laughs> like, I'm... <laughs> like really <laughs> like uh, and another thing like that explained a lot no you know uh, like <laughs> well here's another thing like, what do you mean for <laughs> final fantasy 15 has a season pass yeah why the fuck does it need a season pass it's final fantasy 15 there's people waiting for like a decade for this game and now after they people after those people come out and shell out their 65 bucks for their game or pounds or whatever or if you want to go to the deluxe edition the 90 dollars for that thing yeah and all of a sudden, oh, wait, there's more content that you're going to have to pay $25 for? Fuck you. You just spent the last 10 years me waiting for this game. You're telling me, and you postponed it a month? You couldn't squeeze that $25 in extra in that fucking game? Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, because they want to squeeze the $25 right, out of you. Exactly. It's like, wow. Like I, Sooner or later, I think that there's like Titanfall 2, I do know, Overwatch. Um, they're, they're up. Their seasons, you might say, their all their updates are free. Mm-hmm. Like Titanfall Two said, oh, all our maps are going to be free. Overwatch has been saying, well, all our stuff's going to be free. They just released another character, you know. So it, it's kind of the I think the 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 medium's shifting a little bit. I also noticed too, like my Mafia Three, I pay like an extra ten bucks and it came with the season pass with it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, or you know, like wow, that's actually surprisingly cheap for. Like, when you go, hey, Call of Duty, can I get the season pass for that? And it's like $50. Yeah. But it's because morons are stupid enough to pay $50 for it. But they're also the kind of guys that will put in, like, 100 hours on a map. So when you get a chance to put, like, hey, you want $50? $50 will uh, get you 10 extra maps. I, know. I mean, I, I keep going okay. back to the same thing, but Star Wars Battlefront was $50. We got and, fucked. And we got fucked. And, and, and it's like, yeah, I'm going to die in a new world is basically what it was. Like, I'm going to die on a new map. Ooh, these trees are more prettier. Bam! I'm dead again. Oh, that's and great. Not only that, but it's like, okay, you you bought Battlefront, and if you bought the standard edition, it was 65 The deluxe edition was an extra 10 bucks. Yeah. I think it was. So you and I being Star Wars guys, we paid our fucking extra money. That's right. right. I wanted the Han Solo Blaster. So did you. Yes. You know, you wanted the the fir- uh, shot first uh, emoji. You know, bam! You know, bam! And then, okay, like, what do you mean? The season pass is 50 bucks. Well, let me see what's in the season pass first because they kept it real hush-hush. Yeah. And then it was like three months later, this is what it's going to be like. I'm like, all right, you, you have my money. Here's my $50. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't think I shelled it out right away. Yeah, I think right. I waited. Neither did I. I. I waited too. So now I'm already $110 in, in the hole for yeah. this game, right? They just released the Ultimate Edition, which is what, 50 bucks? Yeah. Which has the season pass included. As well as, you know, the Rogue One stuff that's going to be coming out in, like, next week. Two days. In two days, which means, I mean, fuck you, now i got to go back and play, you know, wait, do the wait time for, for Battlefront to get into a game so I can go, so this is what it looks like. Yeah. And then, bam, ah, oh, shit, now I'm dead. Yeah. I'm like, it's like, it's ridiculous. I just don't get it. Like, I'm just, I don't, they, because we're slaves to this kind of machine. Like, uh <laughs> You know, I was like, well, if you just would have waited. I mean, like, you know, the view versus I, I'm, I'm more of a casual gamer. I don't play right. every day. You know, I don't, you know, I, I like to play more, but I don't have the time. And, and and every time I see a new title come out, I'm like, I get excited for it because I'm like, oh, that looks really good. I like the, the way it looks. Like, I just, right. 
they posted a couple days ago with Mass Effect. That looked awesome. Yeah. Like, I've never played a Mass Effect game, so it's like, this looks really great, you know? But I'm like, when it comes out, am I going to buy it? No. Like, like it's, it's, it's going to be one of those things because it's like, I know it's going to take a lot of my time, and I don't have it. Like it, That's the reason why, like, right now, um, I think next weekend there's an employee appreciation weekend for, for me where a lot of games are going to be super discounted for us. Oh, good. And I'm like, I really want to pick up Skyrim. But, because I love that. I love that game. But that game is going to be like... <laughs> See you in three months. Yeah. It's like, I love you, baby, but you don't talk to me today. You know, <laughs> and I can't do that. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's not feasible. Because it, it is one of those games where, like I said it before, outside, it's like, wake up. Like, oh, what time is it? Okay, it's nine o'clock in the morning. I got nothing to do today. Let me go play some Skyrim. And it's dark. Yeah. What What happened? Why am I hungry? Where'd the day go? Oh, I was just walking one direction. Next thing I know, eight hours disappeared on me. <laughs> and and it's like, fuck. Like, yeah. But the next day, I'd be like, I got nothing to do. I'll go back to Skyrim. And then, bam, the day's gone already. It's yeah. it's That's kind of the, the devotion that you fall down that well. Yeah. Like, with the original Final Fantasy, it's like, okay, let me just get to another safe spot. Like, oh, my God, it's been two hours. I just want to get to the safe spot. I got to a safe spot. Let me see if I can make it to the next one. Like, you know, <laughs> you know it's that, it's that yeah. mentality of, okay, well, I'm here, but what's right around the corner? And then that kind of, I think that's, that's that double-edged sword of my addiction to video gaming. Yeah. And I would say it's, a, it's a, an addiction of some sorts. Yeah. Because I am willing to go out, oh, new game, let me buy it, and go, yeah, I'm kind of bored with it. I don't want to wait. The you know week or I mean like someone some people buy it and turn it return it the next day like I'm I as much as as you guys poke, poke, poke me yeah and I'm willing to take, to take the slings and arrows because you're all right I mean you're both right I can't sit there and go I, there is no high ground in this argument yeah because it's like no you're right exactly right but you know what that's my addiction I'm not that that's who I am yeah but there are people who sit there and buy a game. And play it, and 24 hours later, they're returning it, going, yeah, this game, it, it sucks, I'll trade this in for something else. And I, you're like, wow, dude, the game just, like, dude, the game just came out. You know, like, it happened with Gears of War 4. People are like, oh, yeah, I beat the story, and that was it. Oh, the story, that was three days ago. Yeah, it was quick. Yeah. You know, it's like, wow, all right, well, then thanks for letting me know. That, that's a game I'd probably want to buy pre-owned, because if... I'm more interested in the story. Yeah. It probably won't take me three days because I don't have the three days of kill time yeah. to do. It might take me like a week or two. Maybe. Like, I mean, I think um, like Tomb Raider could be that way. Like if I really, if I went home tonight and said, you know what? No watchdogs. I'm Tomb Raidering it I, and not be the guy. Because again, the addiction in me is like, what's over in this corner? What's over in that corner? Yeah. Oh, there's a challenge. Let me see if I can do that challenge. And then I can go back and replay that challenge to make sure I can... I, if I wasn't a hundred percenter kind of person, yeah, I'd probably be been had been done the storyline already. But I am that guy going, What's over here? And what's over here? And then sometimes I feel a little um guilty in a way because I do want to look over here and I do want to look over there. I want to take my time and kind of feel things. But then I she watches and then it's like, You're not doing anything. I'm like, well I, I am. It's it's not as bad as, as not as bad as No Man's Sky, which I do feel bad. For myself and for her. Yeah. But if if it's not entertaining to her eyes, it kind of puts a little bit more of a strain on me to kind of go, 
well, I just want to look over here. Like, you know. <laughs> well, I, th- I think that's why I'm lucky because, like, my wife watches me play. And, well, well, like, Zelda, she loves to watch you play Zelda because she loves me watching right. get frustrated with that game <laughs> over and over again. But we'll, we'll, I'll go through. I'll, I'll hit every pot. I will destroy every pot because there might there's, be a ruby. There's, you know, yeah. there's, there might be something there, you know. And she's like, you missed one. Like, <laughs> and she'll make me go over and, like, smash that pot. And there was, like, nothing in her. Oh, well, we now, we now. And we move on to the next well, round. She'll do that to me in the game. She'll be like, but hers is more of a, well, why don't you go steal that guy's car? <laughs> like, why don't you go punch that guy in the face? I'm like, I, I, I play... When I play a game, I play the character as if I was that character. Yeah. I'm not morally bound because of my own personal ethics to walk over and just punch a person in the face just to see what would happen. Right. She doesn't have that switch because she goes, it's a game, so why not just fuck with it and just to see what happens? I'm like, because that's a game to you. This is an experience for me. Yeah. And I want to play that game the way I morally, with I'm the hero. You're a spectator, so it's easy for you to go, go see what happens. No, because I don't know what punching that guy in the face is going to do 10 minutes down the road when I have to make a decision. Yeah. You know, so it's 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 kind of like that. You're looking at me, boy. I'm just listening. Oh. So, uh, you know, that, that's kind of how I, I, I game. It's just... So, like, Final Fantasy fifteen is still kind of... It's out there and it's calling. And I might hate it. Yeah. But I also might not because they, they drastically changed the gameplay and the game style. And I'm like... My bitching and complaining about Final Fantasy is the gameplay and the game style. So now they're going, yeah, well, all that stuff that you know that you didn't like, hey, guess what? It's not in there. You're like, oh, oh, maybe. <laughs> you know, I've got friends like um, my friend Andy. He was not really a fan of getting it, but he, he, you know, because he has it, you know, and he's been playing it because he got his hands on a copy of one. And he's like, games. I was I was slamming it when it first came out. He's like, but this game's really a lot of fun. And I'm just like. Well, him and I have the same mentality and stuff. So, and I I value his opinion mm-hmm. because we are alike in gaming. So, like, if he enjoys it, I might enjoy it too. So it's it's kind of like there's this constant inner struggle, Ed. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, now we know. Now we know. <laughs> you know, doesn't help, but now we know. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, Steve. To go back to my review. Oh, that's right. It's all Steve. It's, that's, that's it's fun, it's enjoyable, but I really don't see myself holding on to it too, too long. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be trading that in for Final Fantasy. And probably. <laughs> I could probably trade. We'll see now. That game I could trade in and probably get like a good 30, 35 bucks out of. All right. You know, which to, for me, it's only a loss of like 20 bucks. You know, because yeah. of, of uh, and, and, you know, the perks that I get in my job. So it's, it's like, eh, that's lunch for two days. You know, like... <laughs> But more to the point, though, someone had a a magical tour from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we we do we do owe the audience the uh, part two of <coughs> Stacy's Star Wars adventure. Yes. So we'll, let's. I'm sure she's probably got enough to say. When we last left, she saw episode four, five, and six. Yes. She enjoyed them. Yes. Then she had a lot of a lot of critiques, but the, the, some were valid. Some were, valid. Yes, some were valid. like, I don't know what the heck she was coming from, but whatever. Well, Everybody's got their opinion; they're entitled to them, right? Um, and she wanted, like I said, she wanted to see them in the the way we saw. Yes. So we, we she saw that's why she saw it four, she five, a, and six. She'd have to actually time travel back to nineteen seventy seven and sit next to a seven year old Sean <laughs> in Canada in a hot theater where people were smoking. <laughs> that, that's where I saw it. Um, so then she went to one watch. 
one, two, and three. Yes. And we were saving seven for when we came over to the house. Yes. So take it away, Stacy. <laughs> now some people are probably the old heads will probably really get a good laugh out of this. Some of the new people might not. Yeah. <laughs> I've come to terms that when it comes to me talking about Star Wars, I'm probably going to hurt some feelings. Mm-hmm. I've already come to terms with that, and I don't care either. So brace yourselves because somebody <laughs> is going to get mad at something I'm going to say. <laughs> don't care. Suck it up, Buttercup. Right. So I watch one. <clears throat> I had so much hope going into this. I was like, okay, well, they hated it, but they seen it originally. When it came out, I was like nine years old. So, like, people in my generation may have liked it for different reasons. I got to see what the hype is about, right? Mm -hmm. The end of one comes, and I was more confused (laughs) than I was before I had watched any of the Star Wars. Okay. I was like, huh? (laughs) Why is Anakin this prophecy, right? right? And I thought that the Force was supposed to be like this greater being that, you know, it's like it's like a religion, you know? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it's in your blood. What the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was so hard to follow. Like, mm-hmm. really, really hard, right? So then I'm like, <coughs> so Anakin doesn't have a dad? So he's Jesus. <laughs> like... All right, that's wow. a little bit far fetched, but okay. But but for me, it's a, that's like I'm gonna try not to go on like an hour and fifteen minute about this, like I did the last time, because yeah. I do know that there is other stuff right. for tonight, right? So one confuses me to the point where I was like, I'm not waiting till tomorrow because I was gonna watch one a day, right. and then you know Wednesday was gonna be three, Thursday was gonna be seven, right? Yeah. I was so confused and so frustrated, I popped two in like right after one, yes. right? Still don't like it. <laughs> My issue is that it doesn't feel like it all took place before. Okay. Right? I realized that, like, the graphics were better and that George Lucas was able to, like, do some things because he had a better budget. I get all of that, right? Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard y'all talk about it enough. Y'all are not the only Star Wars people that I know. So there's quite a few people that are like, Stacey, what'd you think? Like, of my friends, you know, mm. say so what you think. And I'm like, okay, A, the ships look more futuristic as opposed to the older ones in 4, 5, and 6. Okay. And I, I get that it's partly special effects, but a, a part of it, why is it so colorful? Like, like overly colorful. You mm. know what I mean? Like, they're in, they're in the... The city where most of it takes place at, and it's like all in the sky. Mm. Um, Coruscant, right there. See, this is why I talk to you guys. <laughs> um, so there, there, there's. It looks like the middle of like Tokyo. You mean like there's well, these big colorful signs, and there's all this these this illuminated stuff, and I'm like, this doesn't feel like prequel. Mm. Like like why it just doesn't. I know that it is because I've been told that it is, mm-hmm. but watching it, I'm like all of their, the, what they're wearing looks more futuristic, what they're driving or flying, I guess, looks more futuristic, where they're at looks more futuristic, the way they're talking sounds more futuristic. It doesn't feel like a prequel to mm-hmm. me. I know that it is because all of these people are younger mm-hmm. and they're telling like the backstory, what's supposed to be the backstory of four, five and six. So I, I know that it took place before. It just didn't feel like it did to me. And for me being the visual person that I am, that meant a lot to me. Like Mm I, when we were watching seven, the way that some of the ships and stuff looked, 
it was like it looked like what six looked like just better mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i was like okay these effects are great but it still feels like it picked up right where six left off of mm-hmm. sort of you know what i mean right one two and three just didn't feel like that to me i hate the fucking love story i am over it <laughs> i hate it the whole time i'm like i'm watching two and i'm like so when's someone gonna get shot <laughs> like where's the fighting <laughs> It's been 45 minutes and there hasn't been any pew pew, none of that. Right. It's all this huge fucking love story between Anakin and Padme. Ain't right. that her name? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hate her. Uh-huh. I don't think that she's cool. I don't think that she's cute. Love the actress. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't like Padme. I think that it's not that she's a, she feels really entitled to me. Like, like she feels like this is the Republic and we have to do this this way and blah 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 but i'm gonna fuck a dude that believes in the force and not the republic what are you talking about you stupid padme i just hate her right (laughs) i really just do (laughs) okay so overall wasn't a fan of one it does look good but that's the effects that's not the story that looks good to me yeah but it was easy to watch because it was newer you mean which i knew would happen um like I said, I was able to watch one and two back to back, which I didn't do with four, five, or six. Mm-hmm. I one a day. I had to do those. Um, so then I didn't like one. I'm, I'm not. A, it confused me. I don't understand what medic metachlorin. Metachlorin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at me remembering the name. I'm so proud of myself <laughs> right now. <laughs> so I, that confused the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, I didn't like two. Cause it's, it just feels like a big ass fucking love story and I don't want a love story. I'm okay with recognizing a love story in it. Cause you know, mm. with four, five and six, I could see the small chunk of love story that was in it, you right. know what I mean? Between Han and Leia. Mm. But it felt like two was nothing but it was a, it was like watching a soap opera. That's what it was like watching. Well, it two was more of the fact as you're watching Anakin Skywalker being a Jedi and having this kind of like he should be on the council, he should be this great leader, and he's not there yet because he's so young, and he wants to be like the first, like he's he's got this uh, aspiration of being the best. And then the whole love story is the fact is the way of the starting of the turn of, right. of him because the Jedi Order does not allow right right I also, like taking a bride and, and that right. kind of thing. I also kind of fits along the storyline of you knew it's like as a kid. You're supposed to be awesome. You're supposed to be great. But you know what? Not yet. Not yet. And right. you're like, but you told me I'm supposed to be great. I should be a Master Jedi. Eh, why do you guys keep making me wait? I'm special. I'm, you guys keep telling me I'm special. Why aren't I special? Why aren't you treat me like I'm special? Because you said I'm special. Okay, and and I'm, I understand all of that. Right. But at the same time, I get why they wouldn't put him on the council. Because he doesn't have his emotions under control. Right. He's right. a loose fucking cannon. Yep. Right. You can't be a lo- Yoda's not a loose fucking cannon. The dude with the purple lightsaber, Samuel Jackson's character. Mace Windu. He's not a fucking loose <laughs> cannon. Obi-Wan, I mean, he's like borderline loose cannon, but he's nothing like Anakin. Bitch, that's why you're not on the council yet. That's why. Because you're a crybaby and you're a loose fucking cannon and that's why they don't respect you yet. Because they really Bitch, weren't. that's why you're not on the council yet. So I love to see Mace Windu go, bitch, that's why you're not on the council see, yet. See, I went the other way. I was like, could you imagine Yoda saying that? 
why you are not on the council, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm watching it and I'm like, all right. I, like I said, when I watched four, five, and six, I want so bad for Anakin to just be evil. Like, just, I mean, I wanted him to kill Luke. Like, how you're not evil unless you can take your son's own life, right? Mm-hmm. That's like the ultimate evil to me. And I want that from him. Right. I want that evil. He still wasn't that fucking evil. One, two, one, two so far, because we haven't got to three yet. Yeah. He's still not that fucking evil. As a matter of fact, I get where Luke gets his crybaby from. Right. <laughs> That's exactly where it comes from. Uh-huh. Anakin, you're a crybaby also. And you're not that evil. And I do, it's like he feels real entitled too. You know what I mean? I get that, that um, not Obi-Wan, but Liam Neeson's character. Quite John. I get that, like, he he recognized something in him, and I kind of liked that. I was like, okay, Anakin's coming from nothing. He's supposed to have this greatness in him. It's in his blood now, but whatever. I can I can try to look past that, even though these other three movies, y'all told me The Force was something else. Maybe it evolved, even though it's prequel, right? I have a theory on that, but go ahead. Okay, so... <clears throat> sorry. Um, Anakin is just not... At this point, he's just not really that bad to me, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, you're, you're, you're a whiny you crybaby. You, you want all of this stuff because you feel like they've told you you should have it. So now you feel really fucking entitled. But you're a loose fucking cannon, and you don't listen to what anybody fucking tells you to do. Bitch, you are not a master yet. You cannot just do your own thing. That is not how that works. You have not climbed the fucking lane, the the ranks. Stay in your lane. It's not your turn. It's not your fucking turn. Okay. Right? So. Stay in your fucking. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm so with you. Go ahead. So, Sean has an off day. Okay. And he tells. I mean, we're like, okay, uh, Wednesday, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, okay, well, we're going to watch three. I haven't watched any of them with him. Right. Like, I've been doing this all on my own. Right? right. So, he puts three in. I will say that I enjoyed three way more than one and two Mm. right to me one and two were like fluff you know like they knew that they could make a bunch of money off of it and they did they knew that they could make a bunch of money off of it they knew that it just being called star wars was going to get asses in those fucking seats it's Mm -hmm. not a secret i understand it from a business perspective it was fucking genius to do because it didn't do anything for the story to me one and two i could have watched only three and been fine going into four or five. If I would have watched them one, two, three, four, five, six, you know what yeah. I mean? I could have watched three and been completely okay going into four, five, and six. Right. One and two didn't add any substance for me mm-hmm. other than this, this fucking love story that I already knew what was going to, like the whole time I'm like, babe, is she going to die yet? Like when, <laughs> when's she going to die? Cause that's something, some, there's supposed to be this huge turning point that turns him from Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader that's his bitch. He loves her. When's she going to die? Off with her head. I'm ready for it to happen. I'm tired of the fucking love story. They're both crybabies. They're, they're like millennials. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Never thought of it like that. Yeah, all right. I mean, am I wrong? No, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm done with it, right? So three comes. So we're watching three, and he, I'm not asking him nothing. Like, it's like he's in the room with me. But because I watched all of them by myself... It, I didn't want to know anything from him. I'm mm-hmm. like, just watch it. Like, just just watch it, right? right? I will say that the turning point of me reala- realizing that Anakin may be just a little bit bad is when he killed all those children. 
Yeah. Now that hit a soft spot for me because right. I want to be a teacher, right. right? So for me, I was like, he killed, he killed all those. Oh, I looked at Sean. I was like, babe, he killed all the children. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he killed them all. I was like, oh, that's bad. <laughs> that's real bad. You can kill innocent children. That's 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 real bad. Yeah. That's the only thing that he did that made me think he was really bad, though. Right. That's the only nothing else lived up to this standard that I felt like I had for Darth Vader. Nothing. Killing babies, all right, cool. You know, that lives up. If you, if you, if you just slaughter a bunch of children because you're mad. Your feelings are hurt, basically, is what I felt like it was. His feelings were hurt. He right. was being a crybaby, right? So, all right, he's kind of bad. I really feel like the silent bad guy, like the who, who way more worse bad guy throughout the whole thing, is Palpatine. <laughs> he is bad, why is he not like face bad guy of this whole thing? Because he's really bad. Like he's, he's really, really evil. He like fucked all these people over in one, two and three and manipulated the fuck out of them and made them all think that he was going to do this great thing. And if you give me all the power, I'm going to end all of this. But on, over here on my little side note, I'm raising this whole fucking clone army that's going to come in here and just fuck shit up. And they're going to be like the face of, the side bad guys for like everything else that comes star Wars. Cause they're stormtroopers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, he's oh, that guy's genius. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's really fucking smart. You're evil. Like you're evil and you're manipulative and you're devious. And I love that in a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm a fan of bad guys. I've said that already. So I think he's way more bad than Darth Vader. I'm like, Vader, you need to like learn something from him. Aren't isn't he supposed to be like teaching you the ways of the Sith or whatever, because you need to take some notes. Where's your pen and paper? <laughs> Cause all you did was kill some kids. He fucked over a whole Republic of people and tricked them into letting him do it. It's like our government. It's fucking genius. It's genius. I thoroughly like Palpatine, right? Like I, I think it's kind of cool. I mean, I don't want to be his friend, but I think he's a good bad guy. <laughs> well, they, I mean, the whole idea for Darth Vader is the fact is that when we were young, they would they would tell you stories. There was always right. like these kind of trailer esques of Darth Vader. They would give you like a character profile, and they would give you more than what the movies told you about him. So when we were growing up, that's why he was a badass because he had no facial expressions because it was that mask that right. whole time. So you didn't know what he was sitting, what his motions were. He could be like, <laughs> and the mask covered it. You know, he's like, oh, he's a badass. But you you had that, which was scary to kids at the time. I mean, you know, seventy seven when you see like a faceless man walk towards you, you kind of get creeped out. You know, like back then, in a way. I mean, I can see that. So that you know, I mean, now like. It's been satirized because it's been done so many times. Mm-hmm. I still get creeped out at the, the Burger King commercials when the king is there and he has a big, huge <laughs> smile and he doesn't say a word. I mean, that creeps the fuck out of me. <laughs> I want to just get a stick and just keep badgering. I'm like, stop! Stop! Just keep beating him. But, but you learned that from Darth Vader is what you're saying. <laughs> so, but that's that's the thing. And then the whole Minichlorian <laughs> thing was is that you got to think that that's how they identified uh the Jedi Order, people who had the abilities for, for the Jedi abilities, was to have the Minichlorian count. When everybody got slaughtered, it was basically there was no Jedi's left. So it's not like, oh, let's check your Minichlorian count, Luke, you know, and let me, you know, prick you and then all right, I get I, their I, blood. So that's like a lost thing. Like, like all of a sudden it became the Dark Ages because nobody could identify anybody at that point because, because the Empire destroyed that whole 
way uh, of okay, life. Okay, you know what? I've never heard that argument before, but saying it goes, all right, I can see that. Like, I mean, it's don't get me wrong. The Metachlorian thing is stupid. Like, right. that's the one thing that irritates me through those old, all those movies. That and Jar Jar Binks are the two, you know, type of thing. <laughs> and I'm not really that bad on Jar Jar Binks because he tried a character. Yay, it's a stereotype. But, you know, like, it's, he hadn't seen it somewhere. It's not like he made it up. Right. Like, somebody had to be like that. And he goes, that's a great character. You know? Right. right. I got his place for him. And then, of course, he goes, oh, you didn't like him? Fuck you. I'm putting him in the LX2 movies. Yeah. You know? I'm going to really fuck with you. And so that's the that's the whole idea of that. So, like, for that to happen, like, it, it's also, like, like, when you saw it. Because during the time of 1, 2, and 3 was happening, George Bush was getting a lot of powers because after 9-11 happened – he was gaining more yeah. executive powers where he didn't have to go to Congress or the Senate to get approvals for things. He was just letting things go through because right. he needed he need he couldn't wait for a decision from a group of people to uh, a debate about right. it. And, he, and then he was using the 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 push of the fear yes. of your people to kind of get things done. He was playing. I mean, right which at, is exactly what Palpatine does. So. Exactly, which is why right. people say that it's a car. It's Lucas is kind of. He rewrote history to kind of go with the times with his opinion. I can see that. You know? I mean, the only issue that I have with, like, the med- other than, like, the Metaclorian thing being fucking retarded, the only issue that I have with it, going into Star Wars completely blind, at the end of 6, I kind of felt like, so wait, if if I want to, I can believe in, like, this being better and being on the quote-unquote light side, mm. you know what I mean? And and I can live my life like that, and I can be better and, and be a, air quote, Jedi, right? Mm. Now, we've already talked about this. I would totally be a Sith. Right, like I don't, I don't want to be a good guy. I want to be a bad guy. She's a slave to her emotions. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. But it, it, as a kid, if I was watching it, I could see where it's like, oh, I can be better. You know yeah. what I mean? Watching one, two, and three, supposed to be prequels. Oh, now I'm not. It's got to be in my blood. I couldn't. I can't just be that if I want to to be better. You know what I mean? Like I have it's, to. I have to have something well, inside of me that. It's it's says more, I can? it's no it's not really the the midichlorians is like you have the ability to uh, do the weak minded like you know these are not well, the droids you're looking for those kind of abilities or levitate that apple that Anakin does and he cuts it and he you know passes it to Padme without touching it right the kind of thing those abilities you need the midichlorians right but for. right but, but they I, don't explain it like that so it doesn't feel like that right what she's saying is that when we were kids it was that you know the force it binds us it surrounds us all like. It made you feel like you were one with something. Yes. And then that that you could just, you know, you you were part of something. But then when you go watch one, two, and three, especially one, it was like, well, no, no, we're all not connected. You, yourself, you're, you're, you have to be special right. to actually be a part of this bigger thing. Right. Like, and, and as a, I never saw it that way because, you know, we were already middle-aged at that point. But mm. as, as a kid, you know, it's like, all right, you know what? This kid's special. You're not, you know. And then, but yeah, when we were kids, it was no. We're all special. We're all part of this big thing. And it's like higher aspirations that are like, I would say, kind of like the Star Trek mentality, where we're all equal and we're all are respected and loved by one entity. Mm-hmm. Where in in it's like being told as a kid, you could become president if you want to, and then all of a sudden in this in one, it's like no, no, no. You're a sandwich maker because you're an idiot. 
Like, you know, <laughs> you'll never be president because yeah. you're not special. But we'll treat you like you're special, but you're really not. <laughs> but um, so overall, like, uh, okay, between those two sets, which one do you say your favorite one is? Four, five, and six. Okay. okay. All right. Easy. OG Star Wars makes me proud. Yeah. Now, let's get to seven. <laughs> Well, actually, before before that happens, I okay. just want to tell a little story because you and I had a little conversation. We went to the gym one night, oh, and we yeah. were talking about this, and it was kind of surprising because you mentioned to me that she said something about she hopes that Han doesn't die, you know, in in the movie, right? And you and and you go, did she see some memes? Like, does she know? You know, right? Like, like I was when you said. Like and when you were watching the original trilogy, when Han was frozen in carbonite, you were like, "Oh my god, I hope Han doesn't die." And there was a part of me was just like, "Oh my god, this poor girl, I want to tell her." <laughs> but I was like, the other part of me was going, "No, I'll ruin it because she's already kind of complaining about, you know, like with one, two, and three, you don't feel any emotional connection to those characters because you already know what happens to them because you saw four, five, and six. Yeah, you know, so there is no emotional. And the one character that she felt really emotional towards. Is gonna buy it in the next movie, but she doesn't know it. You know, it doesn't buy it in 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 six. He buys it in seven. But she was, you were all like, "Oh my god, I hope he does it because I love him. I, he is." Aw-. And I'm going, "Oh," and I, I I didn't know how to like. A part of me was like, "Oh, it, it's like she's gonna grow up so quick." <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're gonna blink and it's all gonna be over because we like you know when when episode six was over it's what 20 30 years before the next one yeah so you're like yeah hon so like i'm just sitting there going oh oh i suppose i, I just want to hug her now <laughs> like you know and tell her it's okay I'll, we'll get through this <laughs> so like when we went to the gym that night i was like i, I don't she doesn't know she doesn't know like I can't believe that the movie's been out for almost a year now that you never once saw like a meme or a joke like there was this other one thing that that um, there was a, a little drawing someone did it was Chew, it was from Chew, Chewie's perspective of holding Kylo Ren in his arms and being the you know the uncle that you had and then there at that moment he's looking down the barrel of a gun sight and he could have taken the headshot easily, but instead he went with the gut because at that moment all those images flash back into his head of, of this Kylo Ren being a, a child in his arms and Okay, and the only thing that I have to say to that is something Ed said Thursday night. When you have a Facebook page, the stuff that you see on your news feed is based off of things that you right. have liked or 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 people sharing stuff to you or whatever the case may be. Right. A, wasn't a Star Wars person. Right. Why would I like all those Star Wars paces, right? Right. B, if there was something that came up, I knew nothing about any of right. this. So it's not like I was like, oh, what does that mean? Because I'm going to read this article and they're going to be talking about shit. I have no fucking clue what they're talking right. about. It's a waste of my time. If I'm scrolling through Facebook and I see this article that says Damian Wayne bites it, I'm like, what? Click. Right. I'm going to know everything that it's talking about because that's my shit, right? right? Because Star Wars is is not not only was it not, i mean now i just know about it but right. it's still not like my thing right. you know because that that wasn't the case with star wars i could scroll past that stuff and never it even wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't even register in my head right and that's kind of like that's where i was like yeah okay it makes sense like that why well, but the moment you said oh i hope he doesn't die and say like I hope he's <laughs> not dead i was just like Oh, oh! This is gonna hurt. Like this, is, this is gonna hurt because I know seven's coming up. So, so let's let's get your interpretation of seven. Okay, so I really like seven. Yes, right. A 
Stormtroopers have better aim. <laughs> That's because they're no longer clones. The First Order is not clones, yeah. They well, can... neither Stormtroopers. That's the thing. I want to kind of give that little history a little bit. In fact, clone troopers were the first series, one, two, and three. Episodes one, okay. two, three, or, or our second, second generation. So they were the first series. Stormtroopers are not. They are actually like a standard army of, of okay. people that believe in the cause of the Empire. Okay. So they've, they've changed over because after Order 66, a lot of clones didn't believe in what they were doing in terms of okay. turning over the Jedi. So they were disbanded from that gotcha. army and they were, retired, okay. they were retired after the Clone Wars ended. Gotcha. So that's the thing. So the, the, so those Stormtroopers, now the, the First Order Troopers are the third set of Stormtroopers. Right, that, that seemed to be taken from families. Taken from families and then pr- programmed like with a psychological right. uh, being to okay. be a part of the, the, the uh, okay. uh, army, their force. Go ahead. Okay, so they got better aim. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> that makes me happy. Being from Texas, it hurts me a little bit when someone can't fire a gun. <laughs> so what it's legit I find it so i love bb8 yeah love him i think he's just the cutest most adorable he's the coolest little robot little ball rolly thing ever okay <laughs> i like r2d2 so much so that like i changed sean's text messaging tone on my phone for when i get a text message from, from r2d2's little beep boop beep or whatever right so now that's what it does when I get a text message from him. Yeah. I tried to get a BB-8 one, but it's, they weren't loud enough or long enough. Yeah. You know, it was like just a quick little sound, and I didn't want that. So I got R2-D2. I like BB-8 way better than R2-D2, though. I just think that he's he, – I just really like him. I just think he's adorable, and he has, like, all these little emotions that I will credit to effects. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I like that he rolls. It's just, it's just cute. Visually, it's more appealing to me. Right. You know what I mean? All right. Um, I love him too. He's adorable. He's like the cousin Oliver of the Star Wars series. Yeah, he's adorable. I love him. I mean, I, I, just a quick sidebar. She, when when R two flew in, in Episode two, she's like, "Oh wait, now he can fly!" Like you know, because it was a we had the same kind of feeling. Like, why did he do that shit four, five, and six? Because he got damaged. Oh, whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Either way, I was like, since when does he fly? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> All of a sudden, he can fucking fly. There's a lot of shit that went down in 4, 5, 6. He should have been flying, but apparently he gets damaged. So, all right, whatever. So, back to 7. <clears throat> I don't like... Give me a second before I have, like, a really bad... Um... Ray's love interest. What's his name? Finn? Finn. There we go. Thank you. Okay. See, I didn't really I, get a whole I, love I, I, there was not thing. If anything, more people are thinking that there's going to be a Finn-Poe romance. The two guys, the guy, the other pilot, the real fancy pilot. No, see, I don't think that because he's like chasing after her. He's Captain Sabaho when you first meet him. I mean, I can see that, but like the whole time to me, it felt like he had like a little crush on her. Okay. Right? I could be wrong. I mean, you know. Well, the way way he explains it is he goes, "When, when you looked at me for the first time, you thought I was something better than I was, and I wasn't. Like, kind of See, to me, that sounds like a cheap pickup line. And to me, it was more like you, <laughs> right. you saw admiration in me as a person. And it might not be a love thing. It's more of like you built me up in this pedestal. We're friends, but you built me up in this pedestal because you thought I was something else that I wasn't, All right. you know, kind of thing. I don't really don't see a love thing, but it could be. I don't know. I mean, it like could I change said, in eight. Like, that's the beauty of the From movies. a 26-year-old female's point of view, yeah. that was a cheap pickup line. Right, it just was the whole time it felt like he was chasing her he's got to go rescue her he's like the the knight in shining armor 
right? He okay. grabs her hand. He's like, oh, my God, run with me. I'm like, ew, she doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't really like him. Okay. I, I can't even really explain why I don't like him. Something just sits wrong with me about him. I didn't like that he was, like, faking being a part of um, the Resistance. The First Order or the Resistance? The the Resistance. resistance. I didn't like that he was faking that. Something just didn't sit right with me, with him. So I don't really like him. I thought that Rey was going to be Luke Skywalker's daughter. Mm. Right? Like, the whole time her and Kylo Ren are fighting, I'm like, bitch, that's your cousin. Right? (laughs) Apparently it's not. I didn't know that because Sean told me that apparently they have already said that her parents were not in that movie. Mm. I didn't know that. Watching it, though, it really did feel like she was going to be Luke's guy. So I'm like, who the fuck did Luke shack up with? Because he can't make no baby by himself unless it's like Anakin's mom because clearly she made one by herself. (laughs) (laughs) That's her story. She's sticking to it. (laughs) So I was kind of, I mean, I like Ray. But I, I, I like, want to see more. Uh, you know, like, I don't really know where my... I'm like, I like you, but I could end up hating you. You have the potential for me to not like you. Yeah. Like, I can kind of go either way with her. Right, right. now, I kind of like her. So, I really like Kylo Ren. Even though I think that he's kind of a crybaby also, I think he's more cutthroat. And that makes up for his crybabiness. Uh-huh. Um, when he killed his father, when he kills Han, it crushed me i really thought that was a great moment i have to say (laughs) because i knew the moment was coming because i've seen it several times and i'm watching it i knew when it was coming up and as soon as as soon as he goes ben and then you know echoes through Uh and then then he turns around i'm like i just i didn't even watch the screen i just watched the two of you because i know you were gonna cry (laughs) and you were gonna be shocked Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it was it was perfect good okay so, again, I did not know, yes, right? right? So he's going to confront him. And I'm like, oh, you're going to get your son back? That's so cute. But then again, it's Star Wars. So I know that's not how that can actually happen. Like, the whole time I'm like, fuck, it's coming. Uh-huh. I feel it coming. I just didn't know it was going to happen the way that it did. And I really thought, like, like on last week's show, I said it was going to fuck me up. Like, it's really going to hurt me to watch my favorite person in the whole fucking thing bite it. I'm so much more mad than I am sad. It's uh, unbelievable. He killed his own daddy. His father. (laughs) How dare you do that to him? He was trying to help you, Kylo. (laughs) You're like, it just, it hurts me that he did that to his own daddy, who like clearly realized that him and Leia made a mistake by sending him off to Luke to to go learn how to be a Jedi. Mm-hmm. They realized that. So they really just wanted to make up for it. And they wanted to bring him back and like bring him back from the dark side. The whole time I'm watching, I'm like, Mm-mm, he's real evil. You're not going to bring him back. But I, re- I had hope. <laughs> That's not how movies work. So as soon as it starts happening, I know it's coming, but it really just like shocked the shit. Like that moment that y'all watched me go, <gasps> yeah. that was true live emotion oh, yeah. coming from me. Yeah. I was truly, truly shocked at that being the way that it happened. I, if I knew she was going to react like that, I would have had a camera on her. Fuck. Because it is, no, no, because it is a classic, like, hey, like a reaction photo of something happening. It was because it was so natural. It mm. was like, not only did you just do the whole, oh my God, hands to the face thing, like you shook and your <laughs> eyes were wide. You're like, oh my God, what the fuck? Holy shit. And it was just like, like, I was like, 
Oh, she's going to be so mad. <laughs> and I was. <clears throat> My reasoning for being mad. I was going to instantly make him a lot better than Darth Vader. Yeah. He his daddy. <laughs> yeah. He's already a better bad guy than his grandpa. <laughs> Uh, I will side note, I will say that the whole fucked up Vader helmet looked really fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> like visually, I was like, ooh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> His helmet's all fucked up. I like that. So what made me so much more mad about the whole situation of Han dying than than sad, other than the fact that his own son killed him, was the fact that when they all go back to where the resistance is at... Mm-hmm. Punk ass fucking Leia, who, by the way, I said last week that I didn't like the love that she had for him, anyways, right? Like, okay. if you remember uh-huh, me talking yeah. about yeah. that, I already had an issue with the way that she felt about him because I didn't really think that it was that true. Yeah. Punk ass fucking Leia goes up to Ray and just lets <laughs> Chewie walk. That's his best friend. <laughs> she just lets Chewie walk straight fucking past her and goes and comforts Ray. Bitch, she's Ray has known him for like all of thirty fucking seconds before he bites it. Chewie has known him for now like forty fucking years. That's who you're gonna go console. That's so for real, Leia. I knew I fucking hated you for a reason. <laughs> I knew that I did. It's like listening to gangster Star Wars. I know. I. I... I did have to tell her that JJ did come out and say I he fucked up. Yeah. He, that there is, I think, a deleted scene of a reaction of the two of them talking or at least comforting each other. Uh, apparently, it wasn't. It was, I guess, I'm assuming after before that moment. Yeah. I, I don't know, like, because he, he clearly walks right past her. She clearly walks right past him and goes in the arms of Ray, which makes everyone go, "Oh, you," which come, which makes people think. Oh, it must be Luke's kid, right? Like you know, like you just witnessed your uncle dying, like you know, yeah. by your 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 cousin. Yeah, so. but her uncle dying that she's known for thirty fucking seconds. Well, uh, yeah, but like, how hurt? How hurt can you possibly fucking be when you don't even know him? I know him better. I've spent more time <laughs> with Han than she did. Oh my God, it's like talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're such a good couple. <laughs> I know him. <laughs> We spent so much time together. He's my friend. <laughs> I mean, I will say that when I when I took on this task of watching the Star Wars movies in, what, a week and a half, yeah. Ultimate is what yeah, it came down that. to, I knew that at some point I was either going to really love them and con- be able to continue watching them, or I was going to watch that first one and be like, babe, I can't watch this. Like, I knew that it was going to go one of two ways. Right. Because I watched them all, clearly I enjoyed them. When I watch any movie that I really, really enjoy... I tend to forget that real people wrote them and real actresses are playing these characters. I mean, even in some TV shows, like when we talk about some movies or TV shows, Sean will say the name of the actor and I'm like, Oh, you mean such and such. And it was like the character that they played. And he has to tell me, Stacey, you realize that 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 was just a character, right? (laughs) So I get sucked into movies and TV shows like that. Bad, like really bad. Oh yeah. Cause I'll tell, I'll tell actors that I meet. It's like, I hated you in this, this movie. That's how good you were because you're, character was so horrible i couldn't right. stand you i don't fall in love with directors and producers and actors and actresses i fall in love with the characters that they made right and, and i've always been that way um i guess that's you know the the part of no emotion control that i have you know what <laughs> I mean? so for watching star wars 
I didn't, I don't care that the director said he fucked up because to me, I wasn't watching something that someone wrote and directed to me. It was real. Like I'm watching something real. So this real punk ass bitch, Leia (laughs) who should have consoled. I mean, her and Chewie been through the shit together. I watched the movies. I seen what they had to go through together. You don't even know Ray. Like you don't know her from a fucking hole in the wall and Chewie's gonna walk by and you're just not gonna say nothing to him. Nothing. Just like nothing at all. You're not even going to like fist bump him. Like, Hey, I'll come talk to you later. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I just picture like like a bar or something like that, and it's like <laughs> boom. I'll talk, I'll talk to you later, homie. <laughs> Text me. I'm like that was like saddy face, sad emoji. There should be like there should be like some kind of like like bar thing that these women are talking. and She's talking to these women. I can't believe she did that. She just walked by his best friend for over forty years and didn't even say hello. She didn't like head nod him. Like, What's up? You know, like nothing. She didn't even like <laughs> side eye glance at his presence. <laughs> It was like he was non-existent, and that just really upset me. Like, I I applaud J.J. Abrams for coming and saying, look, I realize I fucked up because now I've upset some real fans. And I'm not even, like, a real hardcore fan. I can only imagine what the real hardcore people... (laughs) Let me put it this way. If Batman dies and Alfred goes to talk to some hole-in-the-fucking-wall person that just came in that movie instead of dick grayson i'm gonna be livid (laughs) like seriously seriously just absolutely enraged if i have to see that happen i I just want to throw in here i'm very glad that she compared han slow to the batman (laughs) 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 just saying (laughs) whatever but i can only imagine how like real true live to the core star wars fans felt when they seen that (laughs) it was a little weird i was i was oh i was also going through a major emotion as well oh yeah he was pissed before he even saw the movie because he saw a meme. Right. And he's like, I hope it's not fucking true. Now, I already knew because somebody spoiled it for me. Right. But I didn't care because I'm going for the journey. Right. I know what the yeah. end result's going to be. Right. But I'm like, I'm like, somebody had to die. Like, like even before you went into all that movie, at this point, it's like, these characters can't be there forever. Right. They right. have to go. Right. And how they right. go is kind of important. And, like, like, and you go, well, you know what? Odds are more people are going to buy in an eight. I'm I'm going to spoil it now for you kids. I have no clue. I haven't seen a script. I haven't <laughs> talked to anybody. I know nothing. But but one of them's going to buy probably Lando. Lando's probably going to buy in an eight. Is he's, Billy D. Williams in it? He's going he's going to be. Apparently, I heard he's going to be. Well, in it. that's right because I think eight opens up at Han's funeral. Yeah, I heard. So yeah, it makes sense. So, Lando'll be there. I can't watch that. I'm gonna like go potty. And you can like text me when the funeral is over. I like wear black with like makeup <laughs> and like like a little lace headpiece thing. I mean, you probably not could be the only one. Yeah, you know that's the thing. Like, I mean, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna cry my fucking eyes out. I know I am because it's the guy that I, I, as a kid, I want, I want to be that cool. And to see him go out like that, it's a shame you never aspired. I never, to it. never got there. I, I know. <laughs> but I mean, I'm gonna be sitting there going because I. Whoever's going to write, I mean, this is a guy that's, he, that character is an icon. How do you write a eulogy for an icon like that? It's going to be beautiful, and it's going to be like, <laughs> can we just go blow something up now? Like, <laughs> like I think I, they don't even have a body. No, they don't. Because, they have a body. They've got a lot of explain to do. I'll tell you that. Cause, <laughs> cause if it, you see Han Solo fucking lying there, I'll be like, 
how the fuck did you get that body? I mean, yeah, because not only did he fall down what presumably was in a, a bottomless pit, the planet turned into a fucking sun. Yeah. So there should be nothing of him. Yes. Uh, you know, so, I mean, unless there's a hologram of him. Yeah. yeah. See? Because um, they have that It better twitch. <laughs> it probably will. It like, better have, like, a slight little twitch like holograms do. Yeah. Yeah, so that right. you know that it's you know, a hologram. Uh, but I think I think Luke's I don't think it's going to be like it's not going to look like a real body. Like it's going to be that blue esque, you know, like right. you see in right. Blade and all that right. that kind of yeah. style. Yeah, I think Luke's going to buy it probably by the the third by the second movie. I think yes. <laughs> but I th- I can't wait. I think it's going to be. I think I think he's going to survive all nine movies. You do? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. I think he's going to bite it in episode ten. Episode ten? Yes. Or he is going to buy it at nine, like, but like towards the end. Okay. Like like, as, a, as a final sacrifice. All right. Okay. All right. All right. I don't know. I'm just pulling shit out of my ass. Hey, like, look, I, I mean, <laughs> with this point, it's all, it's all guesswork and a hat now because yeah. it's not like we know. Because now, welcome to the party, pal. Because <laughs> now you know how we felt. At least you have a year wait time between each movie. We had three. I know that. And y'all keep saying that. And I'm so sorry that that happened to y'all. <laughs> it's like, we're like, why well, had to go to school both ways uphill? <laughs> I was there when Han was frozen in carbon. Now we had to wait three fucking years to see his ass get thawed out. We I apologize. I didn't have to wait that fucking long. I waited 24 hours. Like, <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> I just, you know, I'm, I'm curious who's going to happen to Finn. Like, he's going to come out. He'll probably come out of it in episode eight. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm excited for the next movie, but it, like you said, if, if they, if it really does open up at Han's funeral, I'm going to be a, a mess. Yeah. Like, like, a <laughs> like I'm going to be dressed all in black with my mascara running. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas. Uh, okay. I, I'll call, I'll wear a black veil. I'll be like, no, no, I'll, I'll think I'll sit a couple of seats. Away from you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You know what? No, I'm going to sit next to you. So I can Snapchat. <laughs> um, but overall, I really liked Seven. It was it was very enjoyable to watch. I'm excited to go see. I'm assuming it's going to be both of you that I go see with it because I'm assuming y'all are going to see it together, and I'll be there with him. So I'm well, excited. Go well, ahead. He might not be around. He's got other things he's got to do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you and I might be going on our own. Yeah. I okay. think he's going on his own and, um, with his family, and you and I may be going on our own. Okay, so... But episode eight, yeah. we'll be there yeah. together. The three of us, at least. I mean, you think you will. <laughs> like, what, are we going to kill off Ed? Like, I'm like, <laughs> Maybe I'm going to kill you why off. Is, like, why does everyone <laughs> kill... This is not the first time somebody's going to kill me off. <laughs> like, wait, I'm working, like, what do you mean I'm not going to be? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like, Anyway, I'm excited to go see Rogue One. I did mention Thursday Night at Your House, though. I'm really kind of over the jumping around thing, mm. timeline-wise, because because I did watch them back to back in you know a week a week's time. I'm like, okay, we go forward, then we go back. Now we're forward again. Now we're going back again in between three and four. I'm kind of just ready to like just just go forward, you know. So I'm hoping that like Rogue One, they'll take us back for a little right. while because I get it. Everyone wants to know like what happened, right? Like like how'd you get those plans? What happened? Some shit had to go down. I, for I'll, you to I'll get be that. honest with you, I really don't care. 
I honestly do not care. Okay. Just because it's the like like you said, just because it's a Star Wars name, that's why my ass is in the seat. Right. right that's there's right. A, there's it's a fluff. there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in there that's intriguing me. There's a lot of characters that I'm interested in seeing. Yeah. And what their what their capabilities are, and what they can do for the storyline, and I'm kind of somewhat interested in the storyline, but it's like they get the battle plans, and you know that. Yeah, was... in episode four, they said a lot of people died to give us these plans. I don't need to see that movie. Yeah. I already know how it ends. A lot of people died to get those plans. Yeah, like I, there's that's... no sequel for those people, right? I'm, so I'm 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 kind of in the same boat. Like I want to see it just because it is in my blood to go. It's got the Star Wars brand on it. My ass is in that in that seat. I'm interested in it. I'm not going like, oh, I got our tickets two weeks in advance. I'll be like, hey, let's go see if we can get tickets. You know, um, I, I, I don't, I don't think they're going to do anything more. What I already have tickets. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's because you have bigger plans. Yes. So, um, I, for me, like, I'm, I'm interested in the young Han Solo movies because I like the character of Han Solo. I'm interested yeah. to see what they take him on, what kind of adventure that he's going to be yeah, on. Yeah, like I like that that to me is more interesting. Like right. how did Han get to that point? Where right. where where at what point was he a smuggler? What like what right. choice did he have? Yeah. Was he an ice cream scooper guy? They hey, well, you know what? The money's not here. I'm going to go smuggle some shit <laughs> right. and make some more money. I I that like I don't need you don't need to make a movie to fill in gaps from episodes 1 to 6. Yeah. Anymore for me. Like, okay, you got the Rogue One. I get it. It's a chance to bring back Vader just for one last go around because, let's face it, you know, if I, I think episode one, two, and three kind of tainted the evilness of Vader a little bit, like from our perspective, a little bit. No, yeah, I agree with you, and I, you're, you're right about that, but I think it's like that they want to show, he wanted to show the turning point of somebody who was on the light side and who it was the transition right. from light to dark. Like, how did he get there? Like, how did he become Darth Vader? It's not like I've always been evil. Like, right. this, no, is, no, no. this is the this is that. And the whole ending of six of being like him being this badass through three movies, right? Which he was. We can argue that later. <laughs> the the fact that he picks up Luke, picks up the Emperor, and kills him basically to save his son to turn to the the, the thing, and that was the prophecy for the one, two, and three. It was like that whole like it's it be, became the story became bigger because of one two and three being in there, and they wanted to show like every little step. Now, granted, a lot of steps could have been skipped over. Yeah, we could have fixed some things. You know, but, I, I, but Rogue One is going to be the movie that Vader doesn't know anything about Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. He's all he's he's just badass Vader, and I think that I, I think it's one of those like. You're gonna see Vader as the true badass that we that saw we him all, as that we saw that, that we heard stories about. Yeah. If you know, I mean, I don't think he's gonna be like a predominant figure in it, but I definitely see him being a major part of it. I think they're trying to keep that hush hush. But I would like to see him be more ruthless, be more cold hearted, be more. I mean, you might even see Palpatine in it too because it is pre six. Yeah. So you might get like a like a. All right, guys, here's your victory lap. You know, your victory lap movie. So you kind of get, because we can't use you guys in episode eight and nine, but we can do this one to kind of give you your little shining moment to kind of go, you remember why this is why we all love Darth Vader, or this is why we all like this guy. You know, I mean, there's there's also rumors of of different (laughs) bounty hunters being in this movie. And and there was one from Clone Wars that I really liked. He was a real badass of a clone, of of a bounty hunter. He make like uh, Boba Fett look like a pussy, right? You know, and then, <laughs> through this cartoon, it was like really great. So I would like to see him. I can't remember the character's name off the top of my head. I mean, he's the guy with the duster and the cowboy yeah, hat. Yeah. yeah, 
But I mean, of course, now if he's not in it, I'm not going to be like, oh, crap. You know, right. but like, I'll still enjoy it. Yeah. So. All right. Well, so there's Stacy's Star Wars roundup. Yeah. <laughs> you know what So we say we get a couple news articles in? I say we call it a night. Oh, yeah? Yes. Okay. Well, you know, we'll do a couple news articles and the bonus stuff. Yes, we will. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. You've been listening to Geeksters Live here on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio and TuneIn. So search Aquanet Radio in those apps. Don't forget, if you're listening to us live and you have it, or if you're listening to the podcast now and you still haven't, please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Also, follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. But if you want to contact Ed on... Well, before you go, if you know, if, if, this, this is the live version, so we, you know, if you want to go, well, where do I get the podcast? I want to hear this stuff again. Yeah, right. Because I was laughing so hard, I missed the follow-up joke. Milk came out of my nose, and I missed it because I had to clean it up. The, re- the way you can go is wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes or Google Play. You can go there and find us. And any podcast app. Now, if you can't find it on the podcast app you, you use, contact me at ed at wordswithgeeks.com, and I will negotiate and get it on there for you. Or if you'd want my opinion on something that you saw in the news or, or want something you might think would be kind of cool for the show, you can contact me at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com, and that's S-H-A-W-N. It's spelt the way it sounds. <laughs> so we'll see you next week, folks. Bye! And we're back, everybody. Welcome back. All right, so um, there you have it. I mean, but before we go, I have an article. There you go. And so does Ed. Um, mine's real quick. The Video Game Awards were over... Um, the past week mm-hmm. and I wanted to read the list of winners in case like the the spoiler version yeah. <laughs> alright so um, we'll start off with the the big one I mean let's face it uh, game of the year was Overwatch by Blizzard ooh yeah game I own by the way ooh. still play <laughs> but I mean as far as um, the list it, it was up against Doom uh-huh. Inside which is I think is an independent game okay. Titanfall 2 and Uncharted 4 yeah uh, the best game direction went to Bl- uh, Blizzard again for Overwatch. Uh, the best narrative, it went to Uncharted 4, Thief's End. Now, you played Uncharted 4, right? Yeah, okay. I played uh, parts of it. I stopped playing. I got like a free copy, mm-hmm. and I was playing it. It's fun, and I do want to go back. It's Again, it's a fun game, but it's because it's a digital download, I kind of forget that it's on my system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a lot of fun. I mean, it plays like all the other Uncharted games, mm-hmm. but it's just be like the final adventure of uh, Nathan Drake. So I kind of want to see how it ends. I mean, I, I really didn't. I played the second one, mm-hmm. played the third one, didn't really play the first one because it came. It was a launch title for the PS3. Okay. And then um, when I finally got my PS3, mm-hmm. it wasn't part of the package. I don't uh. know if I got mine pre-owned or. I don't remember how I got it, but I just know I didn't. I didn't. I didn't never played the first one. Okay. Uh, the best art direction was Inside there by Play Dead. I mean, I don't know anything about it, but they beat Overwatch and it beat Uncharted, so. Yeah. The best music and sound design uh, between Battlefield 1, Doom, Inside, Res Infinite, and Thumper. Doom 1. Which is good because the soundtrack's pretty good. A lot of guitar riffs. And yeah. Very Mad Max-ish. Um, best music, uh, sorry, best performance. Yes. These are the people who do the voiceover work. You had Alex Hernandez as Lincoln Lin- Clay from Mafia 3, mm-hmm. Sissy Jones as Delilah in Firewatch, Emily Rose as Elena in Uncharted 4, 
Nolan North as Nathan Drake in Uncharted 4, Rich Summer as Henry in Firewatch, and uh, Troy, Break, Troy Baker as Sam Drake. Um, Nate, uh, what do you call it? Nate, Nolan North one. Yeah. I mean, you know, a given because he's really damn good. Um, let's see. Games from for Impact was uh, That Dragon, con- comma, Cancer. I don't know what that means, but all right. <laughs> Best indi- independent game was Inside by Play Dead. Yeah. Uh, best mobile handheld, no shocker there, was Pokemon Go. <laughs> you know, that uh, really had an impact on all the whole gaming world. World, right. Um, the best VR game, which I think is kind of a slanted because, well, I don't know, let's see. It wound up being Res Infinite for um, enhanced games. I don't know if it, that's a <coughs> Oculus Rift game or a mm-hmm. PS Vita ga- uh, VR game. Right. Surprisingly, because Batman Arkham VR was uh, on the list. Yeah. The best action game was Doom. Yeah. Uh, beat out Battlefield 1, Gears of War 4, and Overwatch, and Titanfall 2. Wow. So I was like, wow, good for them. Um, best action adventure game um, was Di- Dishonored 2. It beat out Hitman, Hyper Light Drifter, Ratchet and & Clank, and Uncharted 4. Wow. The best RPG game? Was Witcher the Wild Hunt three, uh, um, Witcher three Wild Hunt, the Blood and Wine expansion pack, the expansion pack <laughs> beat out Dark Souls three, Deus Ex Mankind Divided, World of Warcraft Legion, and Xenoblade Chronicles X. Wow, the expansion pack, Ed, that's the 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 last of the expansion packs too. So that's how good that game was. Where it's like, yeah, you know what? Here's a, a forty hour campaign wins look at that <laughs> uh, best fighting game a bit of a shocker honestly Street Fighter 5 it beat out uh, Killer Instinct Season 3 King of Fighters Pokemon Tournament I mean I guess it's, I'm so only reason why I'm surprised is because there's like nothing there I mean I do know they did an update where they actually added a story mm-hmm. so I don't know if that took into play like if the story really was good that they were like oh it's a good fucking game now because <laughs> before it was just like hey you like this character like I remember I think I talked about it on the show that I brought it home from work mm-hmm. played it in like three hours I was done all the characters yeah because it was like there was nothing there nothing so I'm like eh, good for them best strategy game was uh, Civilian 6 beat out Fire Emblem Fleet Fates The Banner Saga 2 Total War Warhammer and XCOM 2 hmm Best family game, Pokemon Go. <laughs> I, I you can't beat that. I mean, it went, went against Dragon Quest Builders, Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens, Ratchet and Clank, and Skylanders: Imaginators. Hmm. But the best sports slash racing game went to Forza Horizon Three. Wow. Now I've I, it's an Xbox exclusive. I've seen that game. It is gorgeous. You drive all around Australia. Hmm. Like if I got an Xbox One, that would be the one of the games I'd put. Because I mean, I'm not big a racer of a racing fan. It looks so good, hmm. just visually. Yeah. Um, best multiplayer, no surprise. Overwatch again. This one kind of took me by surprise. I'm just gonna. This will be the last one, because um, the other ones were like best fan creation, best esports player, best esports team, best esports game. I mean, that was Overwatch too. But I mean, I don't. I don't really like. To me, the best esports team was Winter Cloud Nine. I think we saw them do 
Counter Strike that we were watching that show. Yeah, I think they were on that. Yes, they were. Um, okay, I guess since I'm already have it's only like four things. Well, you didn't you didn't give the winner who's well, best multiplayer. I, I will. I will. Okay. I will okay. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. The best esports player. I'll give him a shout out. It was Cold Zara, which is Marcelo David, um, for against Counter Strike Global Offensive. Anyway, the most anticipated game was. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild <laughs> I, I was a little surprised because it went up against God of War uh-huh. Horizon Zero Dawn Mass Effect Andromeda and Red Dead Redemption 2 like really like people really were the legend I mean I guess maybe because it's coming with the launch of the new system right so maybe that's the reason why it won like kind of a we all can't wait to see this Nintendo Switch oh it comes with a game well because that system is the most anticipated system because it's the only one coming out Let's throw that in. Because <laughs> honestly, I mean, okay, personally, that's a tough call for me. Okay, I don't know anything about Horizons or, oh, well, actually I do. All of those games except for Legend of Zelda, I want to play. Like, I can't wait for God of War. Yeah. I can't wait for Horizons Zero Dawn. It comes out in February. That looks really good. Um, Mass Effect, <sighs> I lived Mass Effect all three games. So, I, and so did Stacy, so she's looking really forward to that too. Right. And then, um, Red Dead Redemption 2. <gasps> finally. It's like when there's like, oh my God, finally coming out. They're finally doing it. And then, oh no, here's the Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, well, there you have it. Oh, well, you didn't get the best, best multiplayer game at. Oh, I didn't? I'm no. sorry. That was Overwatch. Yes. Um, Again, no surprise. I mean, it did beat up Battlefield 1, Gears of War 4, Overcooked, Titanfall 2, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Um, I mean, I guess, I guess it really, really, I want to say Battlefield One's got a storyline as well as multiplayer. Gears of War Four has a mul- uh, story as well as multiplayer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Overcooked does. Uh, Titanfall Two has both story. Um, the only one I would say is actually just a strict multiplayer game is Rainbow Six Siege, right. uh, and of course Overwatch because there's no like single player campaign. It's you and uh, six, uh, eleven other people, right? You know, I mean, but I'm, I'm happy because I, I own that game. I love that game. I well, love that game so much that Blizzard, I posted a video on my personal Facebook page. Um, they did a statue for my favorite guy, Reaper. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, it's 150 bucks. I was like, I, I, I think I need that because <laughs> it looks great. He's like my favorite character. And I'm like. I, I, I got two things I want to say about this. First, I'm going to say about okay. the the trending gamer, which the winner was Boogie two nine eight eight. Now I've seen him on YouTube. He's a YouTube celebrity, somewhat people okay. him because he does that. Uh, uh, I can't Francis like the guy. Oh, really? That, that's that, that's yeah. He's the one that went. So he's he's a big time gamer. Like if you watch his episodes, there's a lot about video games that he talks about because right. he's really into gaming. Maybe <coughs> he like. Yeah, I consider you, as of all the people I know, as the biggest gamer I know because you play a lot of hours of gaming. Yeah. This guy, though, like lives, breathes. I mean, he does the Steam. He does right. the, all the like. It does. He like has like every system imaginable to yeah. play. So it's just like there's no wonder why he won. But the other thing I really want to mention about this whole list that you've, you've we just went through very quickly, it's like reading the Oscars. Like, I know. The, 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 like because like some of these games, like like like. 
I know more of these games than I do in the Oscars. What listening to the list of movies of, of nominees and right. like, I'm like, what movie? Like, right? Did that even come out in the theater? I'm like, yeah, it did. Which theater? It was like one theater in like South Carolina somewhere, yeah. <laughs> and then they were there for that movie. <laughs> you know, so it's like, but some of these games I've heard, but it's like some of them like really like that went up against like this game and you know like, uh, yeah. it just blows my mind like sometimes with these some of these like uh, now what I'll probably do is uh, the one that um, let me see what was the name of the game Inside um, I'll probably Google it when I get home to just kind of take a look like wow I never even heard of that game and yet it was up there with some heavy hitters so I'm like alright you know what I'll, I'll look at it and see what the big deal is and then you know that's probably about as far as I'll go mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, that, that's, there's, our, there's our video game review. <laughs> uh, you actually have a news article, right? Yes, I do. Uh, we want to give an update on something that was going on. A while ago, we were talking about Kevin Smith, and he wanted to do a TV series, The Buckaroo Banzai. Buckaroo Banzai stuff. Yes, yes. Uh, apparently, though, uh, there's, an, there's a lawsuit going on about really? this. Yes, and uh, it's basically uh, who owns the rights to the, to the Buckaroo Banzai uh, um, uh, the franchise. franchise. And... Because of that, Kevin Smith is now leaving the the uh, the idea of doing the TV show. He's like uh, stepping aside because this is not what I signed up for. Um, you know, he was a, they were a bit caught off by off guard by the whole lawsuit happening. This happened like in this past week. All this was happening on Monday. The the news dropped about the the lawsuit, and then a few days later, that Kevin just said, you know, "I'm out. I'm out." You know what? I mean, here's. Oh, is there anything else about the article? No, no, just uh, pretty much him going on about, you know, he's, you know, he wish he could have done it, and, you know, he, right, you Right, know. because he, because, I mean, okay, as a fan of Kevin Smith, and, by the way, Yoko Hoosier is now streaming on Netflix, by the way. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm itching to watch it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a little ticked off about Yoga Hosers, and I, and I, I tell you, oh, now, okay. I want, I want to own Yoga Hosers. So do I. You know, kind of thing. So I went to my local Best Buy, because sure. that's where I usually You'll buy. you find it there. And I didn't, so I was like, "All right." So I went back and I went online, you know, kind of thing, because I figured maybe I have to do like a pickup. There's like, was like, right. there's a limited amount of copies or whatever. Right. No, they're not selling it in any store. You have to basically purchase it online. You could have it delivered to the store and pick it up there, or right. have it or to, delivered to, to the your house. house, you know, kind of thing. But I always think that's a crock. I just, I just feel that something like this should be like something you'd be able to go to a, a local Best Buy. Like imagine like if you were just walking through and then you saw Kevin Smith's name, you're like, you know what? I love chasing Amy. I love, uh, you know, uh, right. uh, Dogma. Dog, saw those movies. So you see this and you, you flip back and you read it and you go, well, you know what? It's Kevin Smith. It's a good time. I'm going to, I'm going to he, pick uh, he's a, he's a, I mean, people might give him like Tusk was as weird as it was. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. You know? So like, all right, this is like uh, part two of the of his north his his uh, great north great north, north trilogy. trilogy. Yeah, no. I, and I kind of like okay. This is where I miss Movie Stop. Yeah, because we had a local store called Movie Stop, and it was only up on on the east coast. Um, they would have had because mm-hmm. they they were the ones that I knew I could go to to get the movie. I I would have told you, yeah, don't even buy. It. I would have been surprised if Yoga Hosers was actually at Best Buy because mm-hmm. I don't think Tusk was at Best Buy not for a while. It was it was it was quite some time. I think it was like months and months later because I bought mine at Movie Stop. Okay, you know, Red State I bought at Movie Stop because they're not really Best Buy wants to give you the blockbuster hits and yeah. then hey here's a cool classic or and I'm like it's like I really I'm like I'll probably have to order mine online too. I kind of want to like 
part of me wants to stream it on Netflix, mm-hmm. but a part of me was also like, well, I own every other Kevin Smith movie. Why not just buy it right. flat out? Which maybe I will do. Um, I'll see what the bonus features are. <laughs> <laughs> but to go back to the article, um, since I listened to all his podcasts, I knew how excited he was. And this has been talking about going on for months, mm-hmm. which surprised me now that as as he was talking about it, he said he was going to have a meeting with um, Universal. And Universal was like, yeah, sure, we'll, we'll do it. It sounds great. And um, they were, Amazon was, they were going to do, they were up to getting ready to film mm-hmm. pretty much. And then all of a sudden, someone comes at to say MGM. who? MGM. Mm-hmm. What did they say? How? Like, does it go into any kind of detail of why they stake claim to it? Because it sounds like it was one of those things where, like, Amazon's like, yeah, sure, we'll make the series, and then MGM's like, whoa, 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 we want a piece of that because we actually own the rights. It seems like, like you had a chance this whole time for like the last six, seven months. He's been talking about it. Well, it says here MGM filed a federal lawsuit in California against the uh, properties of the original creator writer Earl Mac Raunch, the uh, and the nineteen eighty films director W. D. Richard, over a complicated rights issues. So basically, that's like MGM's like I guess doing it on their support because MGM released the movie, right? And that's that's how they that's why. They, so someone saying you you we own the rights to the since we own the rights to the movie because Kevin's idea was to retell the movie in a, in, a, in a series form, right? And then if you ever seen Buckaroo Banzai at the end, they said, "Hey, Buckaroo Banzai is going to return like kind of James Bondish, right?" In, in the this, world primary, right? And that was going to be season two. Yeah. So Kevin already had like this plan. People would love that idea, and then all of a sudden MGM, is it MGM that stepped up and said, mm-hmm. "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Yep, we own it." Yeah. And it's like, I wonder if it's because that they can't, then they can't retell the original story, or like, how old's Buckaroo Banzai? Uh, it was 1980. I just saw that. Uh, I think 86. 84. 84. Damn, I was in close. <laughs> um, so you're looking at 10, 20, 30, a little over 30 years. Yeah, 32. So years. all of a sudden now they're late. They're like, I, I'm always. It's one of those things where it's like I would think the rights would have lapsed by now. 30 years, you haven't made a sequel. You haven't even tried rebooting it. All of a sudden now. Well, the thing is, too, is this fact is, is that this has been talked on now for months. I mean, this started like in the summertime. Like, I think we were talking about this, right. this whole thing. So it's like, like at, not at any point at any time that they go, hey, we own the rights. Yeah. Like, you know, let's let's talk about a deal. You know, kind of thing. I kind of thought at that point that uh, Universal hammered out the deal. You know, like they, they go, you know, we're going to buy the rights because we want to make a TV show, you know, and blah, 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 and do all this kind of stuff. And they throw them, a, you know, whatever the value of it. No, no, no. I, you know. So I, it's it's just kind of it's kind of frustrating because I'm like I was kind of looking forward to it, you know something. Yeah, like, me too. I mean, um, okay, here it is. Um, I wanted to see something like because I know it's on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. It's like twelve bucks, um, but I thought like I kind of excuse me. Uh, yeah, I mean I don't know. Like I honestly thought that it was. Um, when it came out finally on Blu-ray it was one of those Shout Factory movies because mm-hmm. Shout Factory is known for buying the old, obscure the, the classic cult classic movies and then talking like making limited edition spe- special edition ones mm-hmm. and they, they went through like because I I have actually quite a few of them like um, Nightbreed is, is one of my old time like a, a favorite of my movies mm-hmm. and they said that there was like another cut called the Cabal Cut that um Oh, I can't think of the, the the god 
damn it, not um oh shit, I can't think of the guy who wrote it. He also wrote Hell um Oh my god, right now someone's screaming at me. <laughs> you know, um Clive Barker. Whew. You know, Clive Barker directed in a longer cut. Yeah. And then they, they were able to get that cut and put it onto the special edition Blu-ray along with the theatrical cut. Mm-hmm. And then they do like a lot of interviews. They just recently did it with John Carpenter's The Thing with new interviews mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Bubba Hotep. Like they seem to get those cult classic movies and polish it up, get a couple extra interviews because mm-hmm. you know that that's... Shout Factory seems to be the Criterion Collection for the cult classic movies. Yeah. Where Criterion Collection will go... The Criterion Collection will say here, this movie was important for this reason, for some social awareness thing or just as a, a momentous occasion, like a time. This movie was perfect for this time and this place mm-hmm. in history of movies. Or it could just be vi- like a visual thing. Mm-hmm. where And they always throw in as much as they possibly can find into that into that set. And then Shaft Factory, which at the time was just basically more Mystery Science Theater 3000 kind of people, mm-hmm. or, hey, if you liked Gilligan's Island, we have 10 episodes on... It was... They were... I wouldn't say a joke, but they were not... I never really took them seriously, because it was always like, who the hell wants that? It's like, you know, um, Halloween 3. Right. Like, everyone knows it, but no one really wants to own it, or... It's all, it never really was the big ones. Well, you know? I I have on my Roku, I have a, a the Shout Factory uh, channel. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it has a lot of great films on there that, like, you just won't get, like, you know, in terms of, like, you could buy it, I mean, you know, but if they like, if it's, like, right there streaming. And they do have a lot of Mystery Science 3,000 3, yeah, that, that's episodes, but... They have the the other stuff that you can, you know, and they have, like, the old VHS stuff that they haven't converted to DVD, and yeah. they just have it there to <clears throat> to enjoy. When Lord of Illusions finally hit Blu-ray, again, another Clive Barker movie, mm-hmm. they were it was distributed by them, and with extra stuff, you know, with Femke Jensen and uh, um, Scott Bakula, and I'm like, this is really a lot of fun. Like, I, I like, because I'm a special features nut, everyone yeah. knows that, but it seems to be like they grab the movies that... N- weren't really big impact as far as it were they weren't blockbusters but there's something in everyone going like John Carpenter's a thing is an awesome movie yeah why they never made a collector's edition of that movie I have no idea but Shaw Factory got the rights we're gonna we're gonna we love this movie so much we want to talk to everybody involved mm-hmm. you know like hey this is the guy who did the lighting what do you have to say about your time on the set like it was fun I set up lights to make it look good you know like <laughs> <laughs> so the Kevin Smith thing I'm just like it sucks because he just wanted to do it he, it was a great idea and everyone was behind it and all of a sudden now lawyers are getting involved and Kevin's not a not a confrontational kind of guy yeah so at the moment people are like he's not an alpha male by any chance so he there's he won't fight for anything unless it's his own property mm-hmm. and you know he'll go because he was supposed to do um Back in the day, remember he wrote the Superman Live script? Yeah. That fell and he didn't try fighting that because bigger Warner Brothers ate it alive. Same with, you know, Tim Burton. Um, well, you know, like, I, I remember watching that interview with Kevin Smith that it really kind of sparked something, like, the, to, to, to hear him talk about it. And he, I, I think it, for him, it's just one of those type of things, like, he was finally getting kind of in the big leagues when Superman Lives was coming out. Right. Like, it was like, it was like, he was like, I f- he felt like a little, like, kind of, like, independent yeah. writer, uh, you know, uh, uh, 
movie maker that made these little movies that people enjoyed. And he had a small following, yeah. you know, and he, I mean, he was really popular, but no, you know, not as popular as like a triple A title, like type of style. Yeah. I would say his career has, has, I would say as a filmmaker probably tapered off and I don't mean that in a bad thing. Mm. I think Kevin always knew his core audience. He always said that he can always open a movie up to $30 million, but it would probably never gross any more than that. Mm. Which is why he tries to keep his budgets lower. Yeah. You know, to be able to make more and eventually, like, you know, it'll catch up and pay off itself in the end. Mm -hmm. But Kevin's also, you know, he also wrote the script for The Six Million Dollar Man. He also wrote a script for, um, what do you call it, The Green Hornet that Mm -hmm. never made it. And Dynamite, you know, comics bought the rights to the scripts and turned them into comic books. Yeah. You know, to help launch the line of comics. So, I mean, there's kind of like this, he, he seems to be so close, and then something happens corporate on a corporate level, and he's just like, you know what, fuck you guys, I'm done. Right. Because he doesn't want to, the time, and he's like, I, I, I guarantee you that when the subject comes up, there's going to be something added to that. He'll have his spin, mm. which I trust him more than I trust, you know, like, a lot of people hate him more than like him because they don't understand him. Right. You know, I've always kind of felt like a kindred spirit with him because him and I were the same age. We both had the love for the same movies. He just was able to take that chance to go, I'm going to sell everything I have to make this movie about my generation, about the things I want to hear. And it tapped into, like, that's, you know, I think Clerks should be a Criterion Collection movie. Mm-hmm. You know, ironically enough, Chasing Amy was. Yeah. And yet when it came to Blu-ray, it wasn't anymore. Which was hurtful. I was like, oh, did you guys take away that stamp? Because it was a really good movie, mm-hmm. and it, it had its place and time and moment in history. But now he kind of wants to make movies that he wants to see, which yeah. was what kind of started him on Clerks in the first place. Right. So it's why you get Tusk and why you get you know yoga hosers and why you get moose jaws. You right. know? But he's also found that little niche, too, because he did the one Flash episode last year mm-hmm. he did an, a second Flash episode this season this current season also a Supergirl episode mm-hmm. so he, he's kind of getting that little like he gets he's I just listened to a podcast where he's like he can afford to do the things that he enjoys to do yeah. it's not like I need this as a job to pay the bills because he's got the podcast stuff which will give which supplements the income that he's looking for yeah I even forgot that I, I even I, the, the whole crossover uh, episodes of all the the DC uh, thing happened oh, yeah. this How past was week. It was nice. I mean, right. it was really it was something to watch. Like, it was something that you would, uh, you know, uh, they painted a nice picture of uh, the the um, Justice League in, okay. in a way, you know, kind of thing. And they did a little they did a little funny, which which like you know if you saw it, you you, you got it right away. Uh, as you know, in Flash, he he's part of Star Labs, and he right. owns Star Labs because, uh, as the dying wish of uh, Igor Thong, uh, okay. and he was playing uh, Wells in the character that he gave the all, all to him. Well, they were working out in a hangar to uh, to uh, uh, work out, but they were looking. You were always seeing the back half. Well, a couple uh-huh. times they showed the front half of it. And it looks just like the the old Justice League. Oh, you know what? I saw that still. Yeah. Like, oh, that's good. Good job. <laughs> yeah. They they had the pool, the 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 pool with the statue in the front, the two towers oh, on either nice. side, and the and the big like thing, and it and it said Star Labs, but it looked it looked, it looked just exactly like, like the Justice, Justice League, League building. That's yep. nice. That's a good touch. I really hope that they take those four episodes and put it on Blu-ray, because like. 
I know they'll do the seasons yeah. on Blu-ray, but again, it's one of those things like, are you gonna like if I let's say I'm just a huge a Flash fan, mm -hmm. and I can only afford to buy the Flash Blu-ray when it comes out, in, you know, in the summer, is it gonna have parts one, two, and four, or is it just gonna have the Flash episode? And yeah, that's it. And I'd be like, well, I'm kind of catching this in the middle of something. Like, I would like to see them paint the whole picture. Yeah, like I, you know, or at least put it on a separate disc so that way, like like a mini movie. You know, commercial free. Be it's. I mean, said it's 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 one of those type of things where it's not like you you get the the, the like the flash version and then there's the the green arrow right, version. It's one cohesive it's crossover. One crease or so every character is in it. Now the Supergirl episode really didn't give you too much. Like right. it was like because it was just trying to finish up what Supergirl was involved in at the time. Okay. And then, and then in the middle of the episode, which was really neat, they had a. a a, a, a tunnel come up like a, a time tunnel oh, okay. or, or not a time tunnel a, um, a going from one planet to another, one earth to another okay the, the, a, a, um, okay yeah I know what you're talking about yeah all right. So and then at the end of the episode it comes up again and it's Flash and Vibe coming through the the tunnel and it's like cause they 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 tried first they failed oh, and then at the end okay. of the episode they succeeded and they got to to Supergirl because right had a, because technically she's on another universe than everybody else is she's on planet nineteen right or Earth nineteen uh, that's what they that's, that's what they, what they established. established yeah okay and are they on planet the first planet yes like Earth one yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish that they would be able to spin it in a way that the Flashpoint paradox would have brought her into their universe and not... But, I mean, if you got the boom tube, I guess you were supposed to say, like, for lack of a better term, you know, the, the the break between... I guess it's a cheap gimmick that you can always pull her in whenever you need to. Oh, you know, of course, they, they did the whole... At the end of the episode, they gave her a, a thing so she could jump from planet to uh, back and forth. Okay. And because they did, there was an article that, that what they were going to... They're planning on more future episodes yeah. of crossovers that you're going to see these characters interact with each other which I always like because you yeah. always like you, you know it's like it's great to see their individual universes their shows but it's always cool to see them kind of together working yeah, together yeah sure you get, to, you get to see all the characters interact and that's what people like yeah because they seem to take a little bit more lighthearted approach than the, the Warner Brothers movies yeah, I had another article, but I'm going to save that for next week. Okay. Because I want to get your opinion on something that's going to oh. probably break your heart, but uh, it's going to be fun. All right. Well, um, I guess we'll call it a night then. Yes. Um, thank you very much for listening. If you do want to catch the show live, you can catch us mostly on Sunday nights. Well, actually, all the time on Sunday nights, starting at around 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio and TuneIn. Just your Aquanet Radio and those apps. And don't forget if you want to contact Ed on anything. Well, if you want to go to our Facebook page, right. go to Geeksters. Just search for Geeksters in the uh, Facebook search. We're up there in the list. Uh, we're uh, it's the it's the blue uh, face, I guess, with the, with the crossed <laughs> the blue, light. The I, profile picture. That is, 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 is profile picture. Is I think crossed the lightsabers with Geeksters right in with the blue background. There you go. All right, is that better? Yes. Um, I'm never going to get to, I'm, I've yet to do, I think, an ending correctly tonight. Yes. It's, uh, it's one of those bad We well, can also right. follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Um, and if you want to contact Sean and anything we talked about, you just want to say hello to Sean, you can contact him at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N, the way it sounds. And uh, if you want to contact Ed, again, for any one of those reasons that he just mentioned, you can contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Exactly. Also, the way it sounds. <laughs> we'll see you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.